0: listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast, because Rod and Karen are hot.
1: Go out into the field and rap to those rap. To those
2: my necklace iced out my left wrist iced out waka flocka better stay out the le- out my lane because i'm thugged out niggas getting drugged out
3: hey welcome to the blackout test podcast your host rod and karen we're in the house yes we are uh thursday edition of the blackout test podcast so i mean it's pretty much like normal it's like clockwork you know what i'm saying we show up we do our thing we get the fuck out of here you ready to do this my nigga let's do it because i'm apparently
2: i'm iced out and thugged out back here in the back
3: and we have no guest Mm-mm. it's just us solo for dolo solo solo. solo solo um so you know we can get right into the podcast basically i mean we don't have to wait on anybody or ask anybody how they doing and stuff mm-hmm. but i guess that would be rude karen how was your day how are you doing today my day was good sir good good it was pretty good for me too it was nice it was just cold yeah it's that deceptive type of cold where it, it looks sunny and shit then you go out there and yeah it's i went out there going. like yay
2: it's been 70 degrees oh shit it is 20 what the fuck is going on
3: yeah this is like witch's titty cold out there and stuff <laughs> yeah i don't know how cold that is sir. anyway you didn't call tune in for a weather uh update i'm sure i know right um but yeah this is the blackout Test podcast you can find us a bunch of ways it's a comedy podcast that we do three times a week with the motto being nothing's wrong if it's funny and the we uh that does the podcast being me and my wife and uh sometimes yep. we have guests and mm-hmm. many times we don't and uh you know that we're just here to do our thing so uh if this is your first time here in the show if, uh you stole somebody's laptop or iphone or yeah a tablet you know, yeah maybe you went to a basketball court reached in somebody's bag and just took their motherfucking iphone out mm-hmm. and now you're listening to this shit that's right um and I want my motherfucking iPhone back, little boy. If I see your ass, <laughs> you talk to me while I was sitting there on the bench. And I thought we was cool, brother. But nah, you ain't even come to play ball. And I should have known because your ass didn't even have basketball shoes. It should have been clue number one. What, he coming in, church shoes or some shit? Nah, he had just regular low tops. And he tried to talk to me and shit. Then I went to play ball. I came back. And he was gone. And my phone was gone, too. Motherfucker. If I see you again in the streets, it's on. Anyway. Thank um, you for listening. <laughs> yeah if you're listening to this podcast because you stole my phone uh get my shit back nigga um but after that go get you another phone and uh listen to the show um on itunes stitcher and podomatic man it's very easy to find us anywhere you listen to our podcast you probably can find us um don't forget also go to the com, vote in the polls and Leave uh, feedback there, comments on the show, comments on your votes in the poll. Donate to the show right from the dot com. You can do one time donations, you can do uh, multiple like recurring donations. However, you want to do it, absolutely up to you. But mm-hmm. we appreciate the people who do it. Um, we do, and all the links to our social media there too, like Tumblr and Google Plus and Facebook, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also have in the section, uh, like we have a section for friends of the show, other podcasts that we are cool with that are cool with us and stuff like that. You can always click on that and go find their shows too. Maybe we're not the show for you and, um, you need to go move on and find somebody better than us. And we completely understand that. Um, yeah, we
2: understand. We know we can't go with everybody forever. We know eventually
3: we got to break up with some of y'all. Yeah, we all have our time. But, uh, if it was true, nice while it lasted, but if you got to go, I'm not going to hold you back. I'm going to let you fly away. If you truly love somebody or something, you let it go. And if it loves you back, it'll return. Mm-hmm. And that's how I know my old iPhone did not love me because that shit is gone. Give my iPhone back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to track that shit down like Liam Neeson and
2: Taken. I know. Now, some today. of y'all, we ain't going to never break up. But some of y'all, you know, we break up. Uh, you know, my feelings be hurt, but I'll get over you.
3: Mm-hmm. Get that money on the flow. Mm-hmm. Uh the official weapon of the show is The Taser. An unofficial sport. is bullet ball. Bullet ball extreme. Yes, sir. And today's podcast is double sponsored. My favorite kind. Double sided sponsors. Double sponsor tation. DSs as we call them in the ah! in the in the industry. One for the right butt cheek, one for the left one. <laughs> today's podcast <laughs> is sponsored by the comedy short film Perspective. Starring friend of the show, Kelly Ryder, and directed by friend of the show, John Fouts. Both people have been on the podcast before when we went down to Shadow Down Productions. Um, and I think John's even been on remote before with Dexter. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, Kelly was, uh, the girl that most of you guys will remember from being like 15, uh, MMA, uh, <laughs> trained like fighter in self defense and, uh, like just, just such a confident, uh kid you know and Mm -hmm. i like and and the reason i hesitate to say kids because like literally she She doesn't look like a chick she seems like an adult like when you talk to her (laughs) just like a really nice adult and then then somebody leaves and it's like yeah she's 15 like what the fuck she does not look 15 that's how r kelly got caught up man of course uh you watch it instantly uh you can watch uh perspective instantly for about four and a half bucks at Productions dot com slash per dot html, um, it's a full film. You know, uh, I mean, like it's a full short film, mm-hmm. and um, she is pretty much the star of it. And Kelly stole the show, man. Oh, like she we did watched an it excellent last Excellent job.
2: Night. She's hilarious.
3: Yeah, we watched it last night, and um, it, I don't want to like spoil anything, but it's just the role that she played requires so much because you have to like. She had to pull off essentially uh, four different characters. Yes. And uh she was able to handle it comedically. Uh you know, uh able to play like uh what uh, what a lot of people aren't able to do is like play straight in something that's funny where your character is not like your character's not in on the joke yeah and you know but there's scenes where like it's hilarious but she's playing it straight and it makes it even funnier yes it is um it's just man it just it's looks very so much good fun. yeah it, like they had such a good time recording it and uh acting out the parts and uh the, the, the other actors are good too but it's just the nature of the way it was written. The role that she played was just so important to the film mm-hmm. that if she would have fucked it up, it would have pretty much been unwatchable. Yeah. You know, and like I said, and you're watching it the whole time. You just have to remember, like, she's only 15. Really? What the fuck? Like, I didn't have my shit together. I hate young people with their shit together. man. <laughs> <laughs> nah, my shit was not together. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Like, I hate when I meet a young person. Their shit together is more. Their shit is more together than mine. Shit, sometimes, and my shit ain't together now, so hey. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I ate when it's like, hey, how old are you? 15? I'm like, what the fuck, man? Yes, you got four degrees, and doctorate. What, 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 I, what am I doing? What I do in my uh, life? Yeah, hopefully you'll develop some type of drug habit or something that I can catch up <laughs> later in life. <laughs> I know, cause right now I'm way behind. Yeah, you would be bored or something, you achieve too much success, start a cocaine habit, and end up <laughs> killing, ah! killing a hooker in Vegas one day and, uh, doing You're not gonna surpass you. Then I can, yeah, then I can look and be like, haha.
2: Look. I got my own podcast, bitch. I have to be yeah. in here 55
3: years. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, com slash PER dot HTML. The link will be on the website. Um, and, uh, yeah, man, very funny, very funny. Um, uh, we were, we were sitting here laughing out loud, looking at our laptops like, like yes, crazy. I had people. a
2: great time watching it. It it's, it's worth it, y'all. I promise you.
3: Now, of course, the other sponsor. Uh, you know, a a a bit more sexier of a sponsor. Um, now also, you know, this sponsor is for the people over eighteen. So you know, I'm sorry, Kelly, but you you can't can't get can't can't be a part of this one. Be a part of this one. Um, let me see if I can find some sexy music, though. I don't know if I have anything. Um, Karen, you got any requests or? Mm -mm. Nope, okay, just leave me out to hang, don't worry. I'm will...
2: thinking, I'm I'm not r I'm i am i am sorry, I don't have I got any it sexual I got that's
3: it. going on right now. Well, thank God that what I, does I does need a second like. to think.
2: What feel?
3: like the smell I oh, don't know what does it smell like. It
4: like
3: hey, how are you guys doing Uh, women and males yeah i I hope they know what love tastes like and smell like obviously because we're gonna get explained gentlemen's and madams are you looking to spice things up in your genital area
2: i hope they are well they can know what love tastes like love tastes like strawberry and vanilla and whatever other kind of flavored lube they
3: got have you been fantasizing about surprising your lover's erogenous areas I um, have. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. You ever look at those nipples and say that thing needs a clamp or something on it? Well <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you how to get it. That some, nipple my needs to be occupied. Mm-hmm. Occupied nipple streets. <laughs> well, I'll tell you uh what you can do. Uh you won't be able to resist this offer. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only you get fifty percent them, fifty. That's half for y'all that did not do well in math class. 50% off of just about any item. Yes. And I'm not joking, guys. Just because it's Pi Day doesn't mean we don't respect math here, people. Okay. We do. Yes. That's not all. You also get three, count them, three free adult DVDs. Mm hmm. That's three for a little inspiration. Plus one free extra gift. So central that you won't even be able to hear me say what it is on the radio because no, they we, won't let me
2: we 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 can't we can't share that um mm-hmm. and you know what and i wonder um do they have like dildos like in flavor can i get like a chocolate
3: one and just eat it well next time do your research and then we'll you'll know we'll okay i up. do
2: my research and i'll let y'all know yeah. that because yeah. that won't last long you bring up uh <laughs> yeah yeah. i would love
3: an eminent M&M flavored dildo Reese's Pieces cup Butterfinger, snickers what you talk about son well don't let's not hype something up they don't have and then people go and won't buy it oh let's, oh i uh, don't know about let, what they do yes, let me do my research first you y'all. yeah beads itachi never clamps <laughs> condoms
2: all not, these things not they got that they, they got they got now they do got do those with batteries
3: right mm-hmm. middle middle of the read karen makes up uh, products <laughs> that y'all can't have just i don't know what my bad <laughs> plus a free extra gift so central so that's three and one and to top it off you get shipping for free so that's yes. three one four that is pie mm-hmm. yeah And today's got- date is three one four. shit. yeah i'm deep karen real deep so check out AdamandEve.com for yeah. this special order. And
2: and those DVDs, you can get one to your wifey, one to your lover, and one to your mistress. Mm-hmm. If you
3: mm-hmm. choose to. Or keep them all to yourself if you're selfish. Uh, so check out AdamandEve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off of one item when you put in the code TBGWT for the uh, check offer code when you go check out. And you get the three free DVDs and a free extra gift and free shipping. That's TBGWT at AdamandEve.com. Just, uh... Handle your business. Yes. All right. All right. Now can't ruin that Karen's ruined that, let's talk about let's talk about some good things. Um, first of all, uh, did you know we were in the Huffington Post? Yes. Uh,
2: I didn't find out till yesterday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to all the black I who Tips fans because I was at work, so I, you know, I didn't know. And all of a sudden. I see Linda Brothers and Professor LCH and all these people talking about congratulations. I'm like, what is we Congratulations. I was like, what happened? I don't know. Did I miss something? I was like, okay, what happened? And then Professor LCH tagged the article in it
3: on the, from the Huffington Post. I was like, oh, it was so sweet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I appreciated it, man. I, like, it was just one of those moments where, uh, you feel accomplished you know what yeah.
2: i mean yeah and, and, and the funny part was that i hadn't really talked to roger Roger hadn't talked to me all day but when we got in the house i looked at him
0: i said nigga we's in the paper <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, I was like, uh, yeah, we both kind of said it at the same time. Like, we were in the Huffington Post. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, uh, what, what's going on with that, man? Yes. Like, um, it, it was pretty cool. Yes. So. I was
2: like, we, not only is what well, we in the paper, they talked about us and where's my 40 acres and insanity check. And it's one of those things where, um, if it wasn't for like the fans doing their job, you know, spreading the word, talking about us, tweeting us, posting us on Facebook, uh, thumb thumbing us up on Stitcher and all that stuff. Like that right there was what really gets the word out about us. And so, uh, to all our fans, I just wanna tell you thank each and every uh one of you because you guys made it possible.
3: Yeah, and honestly, uh you know, uh it's so nice of uh the the guy who wrote it shane paul Neal. It, it's actually really nice of him uh as a fan to even do something like this man yeah like, it's it's real cool that
2: because yeah, we know we're not politically correct like like it's not about-
3: even just politically correct but there's a ton of shows out there that um that aren't politically correct that that people write shit about you know True. there's a so it's not even that it's just Um, as a fan, it's just cool that he had a medium to spread the word like that. True. And we always find it, uh, cool when people use whatever. Like if you got a blog and one person reads the shit and it's you. I'm fine with that. Like if we, if I Google and I see, oh man, someone wrote something about us or even if, uh, they send it to us, like, Hey, I wrote this thing, you know, we read them on the show. We talk about it because. You know, that person is trying to spread the word. And, you know, when people and I know that writing stuff takes a lot of effort to, mm-hmm. some, you know, to some extent. Yeah. You know, it's not the same as a tweet. It's not the same as Facebook post, yes. even though those things are nice. You know, it's a concerted effort. I know when I write something a, at length, it's kind of like a concerted effort. And it's one of those like, uh, wow, you know, you went out, you went the extra mile to mm-hmm. do this thing. And, Organize uh, your thoughts, make sentences,
2: commas, paragraphs like that takes effort.
3: Yeah, and I wanted to kind of reward the guy uh, by spreading the word and putting out the link so people can go see it, you know, not just to celebrate us being on there, but just, you know, as a thank you too. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I I think, uh, you know, it would be uh, also be cool if uh, the fans would, you know, you can search for Huffington Post Blackout Tips or however you want to do it, Uh, but it would also be cool if you left a comment Mm-hmm. because that means a lot if you went to the actual article, article. and tweeted it or yeah. anything like that uh it only takes a second but it means a lot you know even if the comment is like oh thanks or cool or whatever uh you know it just kind of says like hey we do have some type of uh presence and uh you know if you talk about us then people will come to your website and talk about what you talked about you know what i'm saying so Mm -hmm. uh if you have a chance to do that um the link is in the chat but you know if you have a chance wherever you're at well if you're doing it later if you listen to this podcast you know uh after we've already been live you know just uh take 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 a second to look us up and um leave a comment or you know tweet it or whatever you got to do facebook share it because uh, it's really cool man and uh this kind of shit doesn't happen every day Mm-mm. um and i actually was uh gonna read it if uh you don't mind i i want you to well now that uh we've been the Huffington post you know uh we gotta classy, get fancy classy and sophisticated let me uh get some reading music Uh oh we got reading music.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right <laughs> I first started listening to the po- to podcast a couple <laughs> years ago. They were a great respite when I was at work and got bored listening to music. Don't we all get bored listening to music, guys? Yes, we do. That was one of the reasons that I first started listening to podcasts. I said, enough with this. Yes, this is quite boring. I would like something a little bit more enlightening. Yes, bah humbug. I need my mental palate to be fed. Yes, me too, sir. Running a small business. <laughs> of course uh the people who listen to our show are upwardly mobile yes they are self-reliant self-sufficient and self-sustaining so of course he'd be running a small business yes he would of course yes i would often spend hours in my office alone and the chatter helps the day seem less lonely well you know for people that work really hard people like him industrious men industrious ladies you're gonna spend a lot of time working because we have industrious leaders Yes, we do. No one ever emails us from the couch. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. They email us from the office. I see some. Because we're
2: sophisticated like that. Some of you right now are watching us from the
3: office workplace. I see many government emails. If you know what I mean. Yes, edu's. <laughs> <dot> govs. <laughs> I go on too much. I prattle. Yes. <sighs> it started with how the how stuff works array of podcasts. They were light geeky. And they were a great source of knowledge. Useless knowledge, he says. Yes, useless knowledge, which is something I love. Yes, I I love useless knowledge. It helps me feel smarter than other people. Yes. And put them in their place. Because I am smarter than most people. And I do put them in their places. They need to know. Yes. After a while, in need of a laugh, I searched a slew of comedy podcasts. That's when I found the black guy who tips. And immediately transported back to the days of hanging out in my favorite barbershop, debating life's minutiae for hours. This is the kind of music we played in my barbershop back in the hood, too. I'm like, hi, Tyrone. Edge me up, please. And he'd be like, oh, you know what? Michael Jordan's not good as Kobe Bryant. And I'd be like, sir, you are outrageous. And then we have a long, intense conversation. Then at the end of you, you'd be like, good day, sir. Yes. I am leaving your facility. Indubitably, sir. Indubitably. <laughs> The Black Guy Who Tips, Where's My Forty Acres, and the Insanity Check are among a network of black podcasts that are gaining more and more popularity on a variety of platforms, from iTunes to Stitcher with raucous humor and commentary on music, sports, pop culture, and current events. Hosts frequently sit in on each other's shows and frequently cross-promote. Of course we can. Oh, that's of course we cross-promote. That's you know, that's that's what we do. We much, promote each other. Much like the proverbial black barbershop. There are no rules and no limits to where the unscripted conversation can lead. The hosts are not professionals. (laughs) Sure, sure. I I would say that we are. (laughs) We're not professionals, but we're not amateurs. We are enthusiasts. Yes, we are. But rather enthusiasts. Oh, he says it himself. I guess I didn't need to say that. No, you didn't, sir. But rather enthusiasts maintaining their shows. With either small sponsorships or donations from listeners who go so far as to donate their Twitter accounts to help support the show. And donate their money. Thank you. Yes. Why? Hey. Because we have a fancy audience just like us. Don't you hear the music playing? There are regular people working nine to five jobs who, despite their growing popularity, work to avoid any true recognition. They offer no last names and often go by their Twitter handles. That is correct. Say that again. Dat is in DAT. Yes, it is. Rodimus Prime at Rodimus Prime I'm sorry at Rodimus (laughs) Prime let's get it correct rather than pursue fame they are satisfied being purveyors of fun we are quite perfect yes of fun the conversation harkens back to a brand of humor that is not supposed to exist in 2013 a comedy that is unapologetic and insensitive in a way that is inclusive Mm, we are inclusive in our ability to find common ground through our flaws frailties and foolishness yes with segments like guess the race, yes indeed, yes you yes
2: guess. yes guess yes yes there's nothing like a good guess the race. Yes,
3: I had a to get that mental palate going. I remember the other day I had a round trouncing in guess the race. It was uh, yes, I really had, got I had a about. good
2: 18 rounds of guess the race. I could believe it. Mm-hmm. I had a par four and she had a par
3: two in guess the race. I remember I saw one of Leonard Brothers guesses. I said, good show, old chap. <laughs> <laughs> You're off ah! to the racist. <laughs> off to the racist, I say. Yes, yes, yes. Off <laughs> <Up> top. <laughs> but they- <laughs> <laughs> And did they, did they serve cheese there? Oh, no. It was mostly black people. Okay. But anyway. Well, did fried chicken. <laughs> where listeners guessed the race of people who were arrested for a variety of crimes. These, now we also do have some stories where people, no one gets arrested, but we still like to play against the race. Oh yeah. (laughs) Remember when we had that homeless dude that gave that money back? Everybody was like, white, definitely white. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) Mm -mm. even black people can't even get good things. Nope. From black people. Mm -mm. These podcasts makes the, (laughs) these podcasts make the point that we're all the same, starting from the lowest common denominator. In time, we're taking te- in a time where technology separates and isolates us. These podcasters are using the medium to develop a community of opinionated folks who want to laugh unabashedly at what civil society deems inappropriate, and if only for a short time, free themselves from the shackles of judgment. Free yourselves, I say. Yes, I say. Take the shackles off and look towards your inner wretched man. I'm tired of America trying to hold the ratchet man down. Me too. For too long, we have been shut down in the press, but now we are being recognized by the Huffington Post. Can you believe this, sir? Tremendous black voices. Of course, I can believe it. Yes. To these men and women, I say thank you for letting me join the conversation. To the rest of you, I say listen, laugh, and support Shane Paul Neil. Yes. Follow him on Twitter. He's Shane Paul Neil, all one word. And Neal is Neil is N E I L. Thank you very much. Make sure you uh follow Black Voices whenever you go out on Huffington and Post because uh they looked out for us. And we would like to look out for them in time and in kind, my good man. Yes.
2: Yes. let them, let them know that they're welcome and good day.
3: Good day. Alright, you ready to uh finish the podcast? <laughs> See what else we got to do here. Um I don't know, that's a little too fancy. Yeah. Um Oh man. Hey, people on the internet don't be weird <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'm trying i would like to have a better way to say this don't can can you not do weird shit last night this dude hit me up and start asking me questions about stuff and like first he just was like hey congrats on being in the huff in the post and i guess i was on the natural high because i forgot my golden rule and I responded back to this dude, and it was oh, too late. Oh, no, no. And after I responded back, I realized that this brother was not wearing a shirt in his avatar. Ah, uh, you was talking to the shirt in his avatar? son of a bitch why are the shirtless ones always the craziest they can't help <laughs> like, themselves they shirtless dog. they shirtless michael felter did not know what the fuck he was talking about remember mm. when he used to call me defending that shit Oh, shirtless people just jealous of people not wearing shirts no mm-hmm. shirtless people have a lower grasp of sanity than people with shirts <laughs> scientific fact anyway yeah, you're the only exception to the rule felter i responded to this motherfucker and he hit me back and was like, uh, asking me random questions. Like who will win in a fight? Snake Eyes or G.I. Joe versus Cobra? I'm like, dog, what are you doing? It was like eight questions in a row. And I was like, this is my fault. Yeah, you shouldn't have responded. Don't be weird. Is this easy? How are crazy people getting by in real life? Are they being weird in real life? And and mm-hmm. like, does this dude like go to work and not have a shirt on? Like, what is not that? I, I, I do think
2: that they are. Uh- people that are socially awkward and a lot of them just are very quiet they don't say anything it don't bother people but when they get on the internet they can actually go out and do the shit they probably really won't do in real life
3: put on a goddamn shirt in real life <laughs> and ah! on the internet come put on up. Shirt. Come. <laughs> let me at least have the benefit of thinking that you might be saying for a couple coming a man tits up jesus christ it was crazy, man. It was, it was like clockwork. I was like, oh, yeah, man, thanks for for telling me about the Huffington Post. And then I remember I hit send, and my brain was like, hold up, wait a minute. Did he have a shirt on? Ha! <laughs> <laughs> you got to look at the first, baby. Look at the first. Timeline full of shit. Hey, Smurfs versus the Snorks. Which one would win in a fight to the death? <laughs> hey, you like Mortal Kombat Street Fighter? Which See, one do you like You gotta, most? You got to do your two of the research, though. Oh, God. So that was one weird interaction. The other weird interaction, and this happened to Karen, um, Eclectic from the Coast of the podcast and mm-hmm. the EDP podcast, mm-hmm. Eclectic Discussion podcast. Um, he, he has like two accounts. You know, one account is his personal account and then one is his podcast account. So I guess he was in Charlotte or something for some, everybody knows he lives in Charlotte or whatever, you know. Uh, so he was in Charlotte and he hit you up and said, like, where were you? Is that? Mm-hmm. Okay, he's like, "Where were you?" And Karen responded back, "Like, what are you talking about? Basically, like, what? Uh, what do you mean?" And he was like, "I was in Charlotte, and you ain't you ain't come out and, and help me or something when I like when I needed you or something." Mm-hmm. And Karen thought it was weird, and I think most. I've talked to a few people about it, and I was like, "Do you think that's weird? Do you think that's?" And uh, everybody's been kind of like, "Yeah, that's a little weird." You know, everybody knows you guys are married. Everybody. You know, it's not like they're friends like that. They don't know what he looks like. Don't know his real name. uh He's just kind of a stranger on the internet, so it's just a little weird, a little weird. So it kind of creeped Karen out, and I don't know how dudes don't know when they're being creepy, but okay. Um, so Karen was just like, "Yeah, okay," you know, uh, you know, the, the calm deflection, trying to be nice, and I w- was like, "Hey, dog, uh, what are you doing?" chill out and he responded back and now keep in mind now he did this from his other account like his his podcast account which i'm assuming he thinks i don't know about or don't follow i don't know but um he did it from his other account and then his personal account you know he didn't say any of that shit so i was just like hey dog it's kind of um that's kind of you know a little weird no chill out and so he responded back on some like uh i don't know what you're talking about and I was like, well, first I thought maybe it was a joke gone wrong because shit happens. You know, mm-hmm. people play as fuck up. You make a joke, somebody doesn't think it's funny. And then you have to kind of like, Oh man, my bad. I was just joking, whatever. But nah, it wasn't any, no, it was not a joke. I guess, uh, he, he decided that he ejected on that shit. So, um, he was like, uh, what, you know, what, what are you talking about? And I was just like, uh, I think you know, you know what I'm talking about. You know, and then he didn't say anything else. And he tried to like do some and shit about like, well, people sure are acting weird tonight. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, weirdo, the guy who acts weird 24/7. You you don't speak weird now. We pretending that it's not your your home language. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, all right, cool. You know, uh asked a couple people about it. Like, yeah, what do you think about this? You know, is this a little bit weird? Karen was a little weirded out. I thought it was a little bit weird. I uh, just asked him about it. He pretty much pretended that it didn't happen. Um, Yeah, I'm not mad. Just PSA. Don't be weird. It's not, don't, you don't have to be weird. Yeah, there, there are a
2: lot. And I, sometimes I think that people don't really understand. Um, there is such thing as Internet etiquette, as much as people try to claim that there's not, but there really is. And it's it's like it's one of those things where, Especially if we don't really talk like that. or don't really interact like that. I didn't, you know, it's one of the things about, I didn't know you were even here. And, and it was just weird and just yeah. out, out the blue. Like, it's different. Like, if we would have made arrangements, we would not know he was here or something like that. And then, yeah, um, it's not that different. But, but, and my thing is that. I mean, like, it, it would have been me
3: and you. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's actually not that different. Like, even if it's somebody I like that I know, if, like, Ty Diamond is in Charlotte, he's just like, uh karen where are you come pick me up i'll be like motherfucker we didn't make no plans i didn't know you were here karen like who the fuck goes out and meets strangers on off the internet that you've never fucking seen don't know they government and just drop what you're doing you know like i thought that was the joke so i was like all right uh that's a little creepy but you know i guess that's the no he's not joking so i was just like all right then i guess um i guess we're being weird today man so let's, let's just try not to be weird everybody you know um we 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 enjoy having a nice audience we enjoy opening up we enjoy talking y'all and all that good stuff uh we enjoy the podcast community man but at the same time let's try not to be weird man that's all we just no showing up in town unannounced talking about where are you where were you uh when i needed you to my wife or (laughs) let's not do that to uh me by myself either uh, let's try to include everybody in, in, in these correspondence. And if there's a tweet or something you're thinking about sending and you feel like I don't want Roderick to know about this or I don't want Karen to know about this, think about it again. Like you probably shouldn't send it. You know, if you think I'm going to think it's weird, it's probably weird. just a rule of thumb just a rule of thumb like you know like i
2: said i don't mind people talking with me interact with me and things like that but there but there comes a certain level where you go okay this is awkward this is this is like really strange really weird
3: yeah i tell people all the time like hey you know uh, we go together i joke we flirt with amber all kinds of stuff but i don't go hey amber i'm in boston uh where are you you know (laughs) i'm at the airport i don't got nothing to do you know it's like ah no not actually not cool not cool um so yeah don't be weird it's a pretty simple rule and i think if we all follow that rule everybody will have more um fun speaking of weird uh the guy who trained me to do my latest uh activities at my job mm-hmm. yeah he's not there anymore oh what happened uh, i found out because i tried to email him today and my like main boss came out of his office and was like hey you know he ain't here no more Uh, oh
2: then he must he must uh the emails must be forward or he must conceal them or something yeah
3: yeah i'm assuming that once you quit your emails get forwarded to him so i need to definitely unsubscribe from all that pornography i get at work you know how we do um lord nah but seriously though he um he came out and was like hey you know so-and-so's not here let's call him adam adam's not here anymore and i was like what like he was literally just here the other day now i don't talk to people so i'm probably out of the loop but i'll be out of the loop too he's like yeah yeah he quit now i work morning shift for my account i'm the only person on morning shift for my account and then everyone else comes in the second i get off so i clock out and everybody's clocking in it's like the end of that uh coyote
4: uh, wild coyote
3: uh, road runner clip <laughs> uh not the road runner one but um the coyote that that oh we had um,
2: that chasing the sheep and yeah, shit the, like the that sheep yeah dog,
3: the sheep dog it's like the end of that it was like morning frank morning morning roger whatever the fuck right so um i was uh you know so i clock out that dude comes in now last week he was coming up the elevator and i was getting off and i was like hey what's up adam uh you you you, you cool and he's like oh man just killing me coming in this late i was like i got it man i hear you bro but i heard that you know move the night shift you get a big raise and stuff so i was like he must be doing okay he's a young guy i don't think he has a family or anything um so apparently and he seems like a really responsible guy really well thought out you know a little bit nervous kind of he's definitely a nerd you know and and everybody knows the kind of nerd i'm talking about the aggressive nerd mm-hmm. like the kind of dude that if you say something like um well, it's kind of like uh, the warp engines in Mass Effect. It's like, whoa, whoa, Mass Effect doesn't have warp Calm engines. Down. Okay. Those are plasm uh cannons, and uh, you need to just uh, definitely stop that. They're using a Mass Effect. It's in the title. You know, so it's like stuff like that. Like he would be that kind of nerd. Well, apparently he came in to work on Monday working at night. And like halfway through his shift, he's like, I need to go home. So I go to sleep and they were like, uh, you work night shift. You can't just go home and go to sleep. He said, no, I need to get to bed early because I'm starting my new job tomorrow.
2: (laughs) What a way to make that announcement.
3: Yeah. So he was like, fuck y'all. I'm out. Yeah. I'm going to work for the bank tomorrow at my new job. Uh, and, uh, Peace. No two weeks notice, no. You
2: know what, to an extent, I completely understand, because you know what? If your job is letting your ass go, you do not get no fucking two-week notice to <laughs> let your ass know that you're going to get a pink slip. You come to work, they call you in the office, you sitting there looking at HR, all fucking crazy and lost and confused, and then they ship your ass out the door. That's a two-way street, mm-hmm. So, because uh, I'm telling you right now, I get another motherfucking job. Y'all might not even get that, I just might not show up.
3: That's that's my two week notice. Yeah, they called me on my day off, so I definitely can relate. Uh, when I got laid off, they was just like, Yeah, hey, yeah, you got. I know you had the day off. Can you come in? <laughs> I was like, For what? <laughs> it's Like, we just laid off a hundred people, and uh, you're on the list. Yeah. So no, no. Mm-hmm. Like, can hey, we just mail no, this? Two, two
2: two weeks is 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 a courtesy, and it's funny how employees are expected to get two weeks, but employers can do that shit immediately and it's right. not a problem fuck you it's a two-way street from that shit to me let me find something else Mm-mm, i'm out i hear you uh, well maybe maybe that is the right way to quit because because a lot and some jobs are, i've seen this for some jobs are nasty <clears throat> when you give them a two-week notice they go oh well we don't even need your two they won't sometimes won't let you work your two weeks out like if you tell them i'm uh, leaving they'll be like all right we don't need you no more mm. so fuck that Mm-mm, i'm not gonna give you a chance to find me
3: all right well you know what i support that you changed my mind um also last week i feel like i unlocked an achievement in life i forgot to mention this this wasn't last week this was last month and i forgot to put it on the itinerary but i was thinking about it the other day and i feel like i should get some type of award i made a black person a black dude an old black man say fuck black history month <laughs>
5: how you accomplished that
3: and uh i feel like uh that like a uh, xbox logo should have popped over my head and just be like you know you got that achievement unlocked what, what, what old black cheap? man say fuck black history mom <laughs> um well i was playing basketball and i was doing this thing all throughout black history Month, where uh I, I kept saying two things while i played basketball one of them is i just watch roots so anytime there's any type of argument <laughs> or anytime there's any type of uh debate and especially if it's between two people of different races i would be like hey hey he's that dude's probably mad because he's probably watched roots and i watched it now so i'm mad too when i understand and then they the the white person would only back down because they'd be like oh roots this negro's angry um and then uh the other thing i would do is i would <laughs> i would keep saying it's black history month and uh, what would martin luther king want us to do during, oh lord during every <laughs> argument like well, no matter what the argument, like the argument would be like, no, you stepped out of bounds. I was not stepping out of bounds. You was the one that pushed me out of bounds. That's a foul. And then I'll come on and be like, hey, brothers, it's Black History Month. Calm down, everybody. There's no need for all this. Is this what Martin Luther King wanted? Is this what Rosa Parks died for? And they'd be like, Rosa this Parks. This is what I got beat and got what a and dogs sicked on them for this. Exactly. I'm like Martin Luther King is not here anymore. So, join the truth, die for your rights to play in this gym. Maybe they be like, what ah. the fuck are you talking about? Yep. But it will stop the fights. It will stop. Nobody's prepared for that. No, you're not. <laughs> you know, and, and I've been trying to use Women's History Month, but not enough women play basketball with us. It is no. not working. No. Black History Month was effective. Like, I was getting my teammates to play harder and shit. And if I score, I'd be like, Black History Month! And shit like that. But uh, not anymore. So, anyway, this we're playing basketball with these old dudes in the morning and uh this older black man he fouls like shit i call him scott burrell for people that know bulls basketball you know what he looks like uh but i call him scotty burrell and he's just a physical fouling ass motherfucker man like you know one of them people its like if you make a good move you are definitely going to get fouled like i remember one time i was playing against him i just turned the ball over because i saw the foul coming I was like, no, you just take the ball because you, you, yeah, about you ain't to fuck gonna me fuck up.
2: Yes, and people like that are dangerous because it's like. It's okay to foul, but you don't have to constantly be aggressive. If they don't foul like this in the fucking NBA professional basketball players. Why right. do you think you need to put this much effort towards fouling and fucking people up and, and, and hitting them when they're in the air and shit like that? You're like, come on, dawg. You're going to hurt somebody.
3: And if you say something, he's one of those people that get gets d- defensive before you can say it. Because he know he wrong. Right. So you could just be like, hey, man, you don't have to push me in my back. And he'll be like, now look, man, you play playing physical down there, motherfucker. I'm like, oh, calm down, old black man. I don't want no problem problems um so so we got into it with one of my teammates it was just, it was a white dude that i had just met i didn't know him from adam but he was on my team and if you play pickup basketball then you know once you're on my team then i got your back that's just the way it works you know if, if he would have not been on my team i would have been like fuck him but he was on my team ah! and uh the guy was playing physical in the post and he caught the ball he tried to make a move and the old black man just like pushed him and so he turned around to say something to the old black man. You know, this is a younger white guy. He's like, like, hey, man, stop pushing me, basically. Yeah, because you
2: know? that's annoying.
3: Yeah, something that I thought he didn't. He didn't it's say reasonable. It. He didn't say it in a way that was inflammatory. He or was any- not. It was completely calm with it, just like, "Hey, man, stop pushing me." And the dude did, just flared up. The black dude was like, "Fuck that! You you tried to spin did. your elbow into me." And the guy was like, "Man, I wasn't even spinning my elbow, but now it's getting It's getting inflamed." Did
2: uh, did this dude play with you over at the park across from Fairville State University?
3: No, this one. No, fuck no. If this is Fayetteville, I wouldn't be saying a word. <laughs> I've seen people pull guns on each other in Fairville. I don't say no, shit. No, I mean that's the same tactic that them, some of them dudes were using. Uh, no, 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 no. Completely different. A completely tactic. different. This is. The people in Charlotte that I play ball with are so comfortable because the idea of being shot is so far from their mind. (gasps) Okay. Okay.
2: Okay. 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 I see what you're saying. Fanville
3: is, people are more respectful because you can get shot on any fucking play. True. Like I've seen a dude get shot at because he said that was a weak-ass move. Oh, and he had to get walked home and the dude shot at him in front of everybody for saying that's a weak ass move completely different level of ratchetness this, this my is my bad this is like diet ratchet this is ratchet for people that have jobs and insurance right <laughs> 401k yeah like these motherfuckers all have a future and believe that they're gonna do things one day so um the anyway so they're getting into it man and it's getting like real it's aggravating because you know y'all are grown-ass adults what are you doing it's just basketball at some level you can't yes. be yelling at each other and it's not attacking your manhood because he asked you not to push him and he wasn't throwing an elbow at you and i this just weird shit so i no, was being like, being disrespectful yeah. yeah so i just walked up like to, to to both of them i said hey man calm down man let's play the game and dude's like no fuck that and i was like hey it's black history mom and for the first time ever in my life the old black man turned to me and said fuck black history month and i was like shit i did not expect that you got 200 points yeah, I, didn't, I didn't know that was an option who the fuck says that fuck black history month in front of all these white people too i was like what kind of example are you setting man a terrible ass one Yeah, it was so angry man and i just kept you know being like man that you said fuck black history month like I saw like I seen that dude like for the next two weeks and that was how I started all our conversations like yo man you said fuck black history month dude that that was not a good look Like, black history. You took it to the next level.
2: Yeah. No, it's short anyway. We, 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 we get an extra, you know, sometimes it's 29, sometimes it's 28. We won't even get a full 30 or 31
3: days. Yeah, and I even hit them with the whole, like, hey, I watched Roots 2 this year, and uh, I understand your anger, man. Like, (laughs) uh, I thought it was wrong how they did Kunter. They didn't have to cut his foot off. No, they didn't. That was Mm -hmm. really, uh, it it wasn't going to help make them any money. Oh, and they treated Chicken George bad. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I get it you know kizzy suffered the plight of many slaves but he was like no that's not what it is just fuck black history month in general and fuck that dude for swinging his elbow and i like i said i feel like i achieved something um all right another thing i was thinking about too is uh i was watching basketball the other day Mm -hmm. and kevin durant plays for the oklahoma city thunder yes he does he was playing he was going off and apparently uh i don't know how this happened but um you know how, like, when you think of Kevin Durant, what do you think about as far as his image, Karen?
2: As far as, like, his physical? No, just, just as a
3: person. Like, what do you think? His, the, the commercials, like, interviews. Oh, funny. Funny? Yeah, funny, nice, kind person. Yeah, okay, yeah. He, uh, he, he doesn't have any visible tattoos. No, he doesn't. Yeah, his tats are all underneath his jersey. Yep, yep. He's, uh, tatted up, uh, but just where you can't see him. Um, well, did you know he was, like, leading the NBA or second in the NBA in technical fouls for cursing and acting a fool? No. Yeah. Who would have thought that? Yeah, I found this that squad, out. I mean,
2: did he be, like, cussing on his breath? I heard that.
3: Yeah. Well, apparently he's, he likes to cuss, uh, which does not offend me, as you motherfuckers know. I love me some goddamn cursing my goddamn self. Shit, fuck-ass bitch. So, <laughs> uh he was, he but the announcers were, like, Oh, well, he, you know, he's such a nice, respectful young man, but he has been having some issues cursing on the court this year and, um, you know, he's, but he's, his grandmother called him and, uh, and, and she told, she told him that he needed to stop all that cursing. And he said, he's going to act right and be a good person and all this stuff. And I started thinking like, why is it so important? to the nba to the media and to kevin durant that we view him as a little boy you know like because there's a lot of players that get technical fouls Mm. there ain't no rasheed wallace interview talking about what his grandmother said there's no kobe bryant's mama there's no like other people have led the league in technical fouls, yes, even been have. ejected from games. Yes, sir. This is not a narrative that is pitched for anybody else. It's for Kevin Durant exclusively. I think Because a lot of it is they the they feel
2: as though he is somebody that they can present when they're talking about the NBA as a product mm-hmm. and they don't want their product to be quote unquote tainted per se from
3: But you know what? That's a lot of people that are good guys good men in Mm -hmm. the nba like there's a lot of people but kevin durant's the only one that we actively treat like a little boy like his commercials okay like even his commercial with the shoes is where it's like somebody's been killing people on the court well it can't be kevin It's like him sucking on like a lollipop swinging his feet off a desk and
2: shit like that yeah
3: well they got an eight foot tall desk i'll never know but you know (laughs) shit like shit like that where it's, it's like kevin's too innocent and you know Stuff like that, where, uh, I think he even has a kid's movie called, like, Thunderstruck. Uh oh. Yeah, like, this, like, it's actively, like, the, uh, almost emasculation of Kevin Durant, and, and I think okay. he's, I think he's complicit, and I don't think it's, like, not on purpose. I think he realizes this is where his money is, and he, there's no money in him being the bad boy, or being, uh, considered a, a man, like, his angle is kind of, I'm just a nice little kid. Everybody can like me. And everybody goes, yay, Kevin Durant, we love you. But it's just weird that if he wasn't selling himself or being uh, framed as the young little up-and-coming guy uh, behind all these other guys, um, he couldn't be the good guy in the NBA. Mm -mm. Like, he has to be considered a child, kind of is. You know, I don't know if it's just savvy marketing or, like, a sick obsession where we just, like, uh especially in a sport that's predominantly black like mm-hmm. once you are kind of of age then people stop liking you once you kind of come into your own and you're self-reliant, you're self confident. That's yeah. right.
2: You have your own thought process. You can do what you want to do with your money and uh you know and things like that and yeah. you know people are making money off of you but not as many people are making money off of you and things like that and it's one of those things where you just sit back and you like, and that's something I never really, really thought about. But that is kind of weird because that's a grown ass man.
3: Right. Yeah. He's, he's an adult. Yes, he is. Like, he's not a little kid. Like, I don't know if it's because he was a backpack in press conferences, but he's a fucking adult, man. Like Kevin Durant is out there smanging on these bitches, man. Trust me. Believe it. He's out there doing like, he's you know, he probably smoked a little weed. Like, he is a grown man. He can get drunk and. There's nothing wrong with that. He won't be a bad person for doing grown ass man activities. He won't be a bad person for, you know, but it's like, whenever they talk about that team and they talk about him in particular, it's always like, and they play Xbox together. And I'm I,
2: like, I, are they one of the youngest teams or something? They, the they, I think
3: they were, if they're not the youngest. They were, okay. they were not like, shortly ago, you know, they gotta still be one of the youngest teams, but it's just this way that they pitch them as like, the fun bunch, the little kids, and everybody roots for them. And I'm just like, so the second that they have some, you know, adult traits, uh, mm-hmm. such as cursing, they got to spin it into, like, his grandmother called and yeah. said, you won't oh, get you, any cookies tonight. Or, make sure you're in bed by streetlights, Kevin
2: Durant. Or well, you know what? Or, or the second that he decides he don't want to go back to Oklahoma, or the second he decides to make his own decisions, right. or the second he decides... You know what? I'm tired of this image. It's or the second he like, fuck this. I want, but like this. I think once he his mind really gets made up to get a ring, and he has like that hunger and that strive and that drive to get a ring, Mm
0: -hmm.
2: that's going to change. Um, and and I don't. I'm not going to say he's going to be like a painted a villain, quote unquote, like LeBron. But I think that that image right there uh, won't last for long.
3: Yeah, I agree. I think. Also, people are waiting on him to lose. You know what I mean? So they can do that, too. It's just. Yeah. And, and also, I think, too, that everybody has um, put out this, a kid
2: image of him. And I think for a lot of people, that makes them feel comfortable. Uh, yeah. you just, that
3: just literally
2: just makes them feel well, comfortable. Well, I think,
3: honestly, a lot of uh, like a, a black athlete superstars have to go through this process of like, well, first, you're the good guy because we're all rooting for you because you're the underdog. Then at some point, if you do gain any type of like awareness of your own power and strength, then you're vilified. And then it's like, you're the bad guy. And it's, you know, so it's like, I wonder if Kevin Durant, like learned from what happened with LeBron James and said, Oh, you know what? This is the, this is a harder path to money. You know, like it's actually easier to just let people think of me as a child put myself out there is just you know like oh it's just a little buddy out there having fun shooting the ball a little skinny guy like it's easier for me to actually be successful at selling shoes when people just see me as like the little guy shooting you know shooting the ball that lebron needs to stop picking on you know mm-hmm. so i don't know it's just yeah. interesting and, to, and, to this, see it.
2: and i think also a lot of people um won't take the harder role like the Brian James took or Kobe Bryant took as far as you have to, and maybe it's just me and, and maybe just the way I view the NBA uh in order to get to the point to where you win rings, win multiple rings and things like that. uh, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, lebron james well not really michael jordan but uh you you almost have to be vilified almost no that's sad but it's one of those things where you have to go fuck all y'all fuck what y'all think i want to ring i want to ring I want to win a ring no matter what. And if that means I don't do what y'all want me to do, I don't care. If I don't play how y'all want me to play, I don't care. If I don't, you know, do these certain things, I don't have to be best friends with my teammates off the court. All that matters is that I win another ring. And once you get to that point where you begin to realize that you are a superstar, when you get when, when you get to the point where you can dictate who, what, when, where, and why with your money and all that shit, it's almost like for some reason people get angry and it's silly though because most people work hard and get degrees and go to school to get to the point that they can make those
3: decisions yeah everybody wants fuck you buddy I, like I don't blame anybody for no getting their, their getting that paper man cause like that's the perfect amount of money is the way you can stop giving a fuck and stop having to act like a certain way just because it's the most popular thing to do like sometimes it's okay to be like yeah well that's not me you know yeah um,
2: that's not who I am. I am I'm not that person
3: yeah but it's interesting i just thought it was weird and uh i wonder if other people see it too when they watch you know oklahoma city games <laughs> that's, like that's just something i never did, really thought yeah, about why they keep acting like this guy's a little kid when he's a grown-ass man like what is it gonna yeah. take and 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 the thing is that you going to pull his dick out of a press conference that's what's gonna have to take
2: and you know what they'll he's like oh my that. god
3: he's a man and that, then they'll stop I had to do some. They, they'll excuse that too. Completely uncharacteristic. <laughs>
2: oh they my like, God, he, Kevin they, Durant. They'd be like, he had a he had a, a press conference with his grandma. His grandma told him to pull his pants up and not put his dick out <laughs> in press conferences. And he said he was going to change.
3: Yeah, apparently Kevin Durant is uh back to being a kid again. Everyone, calm down. Um, Anyway, I hope I hope he keeps getting texts, and I hope eventually people uh let that man a be grown a grown ass man. He's a grown man. Well, how long are they gonna keep this up? Is Kevin Durant gonna be forty and everybody's gonna be like, you know, he was playing Xbox and reading comic books the other day. You know
2: what? I, you know what? As as long as he does what 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 pleases uh, a lot of people, yes. I don't mean, I mean, I know that might sound silly, but like I said, the second he step outside that box or start demanding and shit like that, because even. Uh, when LeBron made the decision, everybody went on, well, he should, he should have been like Kevin Durant, you know, just, just, you know, hit and just signed and kept it and kept it moving. It's have like, to if to there's a conference,
3: if there's a bad guy, there has to be a good guy in the NBA. So yeah, it, like, that's, I think he just got picked to be the good guy. It used yep. to be LeBron. You, you used uh, to be Kobe. Yeah. Like I think he just got picked to be the good guy, but the second,
2: we'll the second, I'm trying to tell you the second he does something different, that party's going to be
3: over. Um, another thing I was thinking about, we were, um, in Harris Teeter, the grocery store here in Charlotte, the good one mm-hmm. that we like.
2: Oh, yeah, Mr. Teeter, yes.
3: Um, and I, I, I had this, this like thought about a superpower, and it's, it doesn't sound like the most awesome superpower, but I, thinking about this and the application to my real life, I think it would be the most useful superpower. I would really love, a superpower where I could rewind time like just five to 10 seconds. Like not, I don't want to jump back in time. I don't want to, you know, have to keep, uh, I don't want to have to do like anything where it's crazy. It's like, what day is it? You know, let me look at a newspaper. Uh I don't, you know, I don't want to do that. I don't want to go into the future either. I only want to be able to immediately change situations that have an immediate awkward or bad outcome like right there you know what i'm saying like if i don't want to be able to be like i wish i'd never taken that job let me go back seven years i really just want to be like you know why did i do this one thing like we were in harris teeter Mm -hmm. and uh i was hungry and i was like you know what man i think i'm just gonna get some food from the hot bar at harris teeter Mm -hmm. uh, rather than go out and spend a lot of money or whatever just take it home with me and so i started getting food from the like hot bar the asian food it's not even that good of food but i just started grabbing some yes and this lady comes over there and karen's with me (laughs) and and karen was masterful she just like uh did the. uh if you guys have ever seen the 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 movie um um (laughs) uh breaking like, you know, how <laughs> one dude gets between two break dancers yes. and he just like touches one arm and then he like lets the dancing go up one arm and then like dances off the move to the other person at the other end of his arm or the, his other arm. Yes. And then that person has to dance. That's what Karen did with this conversation because this lady walked over and was like, hey, um, d- do you eat at the hot bar? And Karen was like, oh, mm-hmm. then looked at me, you know, and did, the, <laughs> did that yes. shit. Yes. <laughs> And, um, passed off the dumbass question to me. And like a fucking dumbass, I was like, yes. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I've had the hot bar before. What's going on? You know, I thought she was going to have a general question. Me too. This lady wanted a review of each item on, on the, the bar. bar. Like a, uh, uh, an item by item review. Like I, like, like I yelped for the place. Like I worked there. Like, there are Asian people who actually work here three feet away. Yeah, that you could ask. Yeah, so she was really like, uh, so, uh, what about this sesame chicken? Is that good? Yeah, th- yeah, it's pretty good. You know, I get some. Okay. Well, what, what about the, the rice? Uh, the rice is the rice. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, now, um, are, do you eat the chicken wings? I was like, lady, what are you doing? I just want to eat my food. I don't want to you know, have I a discussion. You might as well a
2: pamphlet down with the whole menu list on it.
3: Yeah. Like I was supposed Well, you know what? That is three stars. Uh And today's special, the uh, <laughs> the uh curry eggs, will actually be a little bit better at room temperature. Uh, I wait till I get home to eat that, if you know what I mean. Uh, but, yes, it's like she wanted a complete review of every item. And I kept thinking if I had my superpower. Huh? <laughs> we would have t- never gotten this conversation. I would have said No. All I would have been like, I was like, uh, yeah, uh, no. Like, do you ever eat it at the, at the, as I'm eating off of it, by the way? Do you eat at the, uh, Asian bar ever? Mm-mm, no. <laughs> I'm like, what? Uh, but you're eating off it right now? No. Like, I should have <laughs> sent her to spam. I should have did it just like I did that fucking
2: African dude yep. at the gas station. See, yeah, you see, you gotta be always with for spam. You let that spam get through, baby.
3: Ah, oh, that's why I fucked up. Put the man. spam blockers up. Spam blockers. Well, I'll tell you this much. That shit, if I had my superpower, that shit would have never happened. And I could have used it for so many other applications, man. There's plenty of times where I fuck up, but like a 15-second rewind would fix everything. You know, like when you make uh the wrong turn or some shit, you're like, oh, 15 seconds, I'm back on the street. I won't, I know not to make that left now. You know, something like that. Like, <laughs> You know, like, oh, the, the last play of the basketball game, I passed it to a dude, and he's the sorryest dude on the team. and He ended up shooting a bad shot. What was I doing? rewind you know that's all i need that's all you need sir yeah i feel like i'd be rich with 15 seconds if not rich i'd be less agitated i could at least do that true you know um also uh this is a psa for all my white people that listen to the show and white people in general um and if you are black and you have some white friends if you're any other minority or demographic and you have white people uh feel free to refer them to this part of the show feel free to let them know uh that the moratorium is over uh i've been noticing this thing and i I wanted to stop uh white people y'all can stop pretending that tyler perry is good oh no tyler perry is not good yeah and i know y'all only doing that because y'all don't want to be racist and appear in awkward situations you can stop it's it's over you just he's had enough bad movies that uh i feel like you can stop pretending tyler perry is good and making movies y'all don't got to give him them halfway two and a half star reviews because we know just go ahead and tell, say he's bad i want y'all to know that we know by the way we know that you only do that around us there is no fucking way that white people sit in rooms with other white people and go oh, my God. oh you know what i want to watch let's put in some tyler perry because no. i would it would never work it would never work like honey do you want to watch the tyler perry go to jail or tyler perry goes off in space Right. Like at this point, Medea is Ernest, by the way. And for there's like Ernest goes to camp. Ernest goes like that's Medea now. Medea goes to camp. Medea goes to space. Medea goes gets to jail. Medea goes to the zoo. Yeah. And you know what, white people? You can stop, man. You, you won't stop. hurt my feelings. You are relieved of fucking duty. Yeah, like my my white coworker was talking to me, man, and we were just talking about random shit and he was like yeah man uh this reminds me of such and such movie and i was like yeah it sounds like some shit by tyler perry and then he was like uh yeah uh, you know tyler perry is uh pretty good right and i was like no. the fuck, we like we almost aren't friends just just like we uh, you almost lost my friendship today trying to pitch that pc bullshit no he is not good at movies mm. stop stop patronizing me you know if it was all white cast in that movie you'd be like that's terrible it's an adam sandler movie if it was Yeah, cause jack, they, cause they, jill, they don't support that shit <laughs> yeah if it was jack and jill you'd be like oh what a fucking terrible movie but put some black people in it's like well you know politically it's incorrect to say that, that Tyler perry if, if it's is terrible. bad
2: it's bad i don't care who makes it
3: tyler perry is a fucking horrible director he's bad at movies it's, it's, it's crazy man like i remember you know and it's sad like it it actually makes me feel sad for white people that they have to pretend to like them like that's the only thing i felt was sadness was like damn white people (laughs) y'all gotta y'all gotta really act like y'all like this it's it's okay it's okay yeah and and you know what was funny when i told him i didn't like tyler perry i could see the relief just flow off of him because you know some people get
2: defensive like literally if they say he bad they're gonna go through a 20 minute argument basically
3: Yeah. yeah Good, cause good white people basically wear racism spanks throughout life. You know what I mean? Like, I guess. 'Cause Cause they got like white guilt. Mm, you know, you should have some. I mean, you probably couldn't be a good person without it. But it's, it, they basically end up being like, uh, you know, I don't want to say this thing cause black people are going to get mad. I don't want to say that thing cause black people are going to get mad. So you can't really have an honest conversation cause, you know, we can't ever be like, if I, like, if they see some shit that's annoying, like, man, I hate when, uh, people, come up to me at the gas station and ask for money and i'll be like oh i hate when niggas do that And it's like whoa i didn't say black people did it i just was talking i was like well this is a black gas station right it's only black people over there well hey <laughs> I, if it was any race any gender i wouldn't care that's right uh, just, it was equally offensive it's just equally annoying i'm just uh, oh my god you know so i was like let yeah, me go <laughs> yeah so i'm i want him to know that he is free around me it's not like it, and also i can handle it if he says something fucked up or racist i would just correct him and be like no motherfucker that's stupid and racist like that's how people learn, you know. I, I don't want him to be afraid to be my friend because you know if he would have been like, uh, "Man, I hate Tyler Perry," and I'm like, "Yeah, I hate him too," because he's a black ass piece of shit. I'm like, "Whoa, buddy, calm down." I say that. <laughs> Not you. <laughs> Leave that up to me. You just call him. Leave regular the real f- racism up to me, sir. Just call him regular piece of shit. But 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 as far <laughs> as but as far as like our conversation though, it was much better. When we could talk about how shitty Tyler Perry was. And he he's like, man, why do people even like him? I was like, right? Why do they like him? And he was like, who He's like, was the fan base, man? They about to give him his own channel. I was like, listen. They about to get his own channel? Mm-hmm. Yeah, TBS pretty much is his channel. But I was like, look. Wow. Here's the problem, dude. Okay? it's a lot of black women that go to church. Okay? And they are starved for attention because Hollywood don't cater to them no they don't so this dude is their shit now mm-hmm. is it is this stuff shitty of course it's shitty but it's their shit dog so you gotta let them have their shit so don't be going around church going black women talking about tyler perry is terrible because they not gonna agree no at all Mm-mm. but what you do you get a brawl instead of pretending that he's good just don't talk about him that probably be, but don't even bring him up yeah you know the first how'd you hear tyler perry the first time you, you heard him care Hmm. oh on the radio with the plays years ago you i you, what about his movies how did you, how how did you find out about his movies
2: uh i just seen the um i think the how did i hear about the movie was it netflix no 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 this is for netflix I, I just heard that he had a movie or something coming out, and I was like, okay, I'll go check it out.
3: You know who told you, or like, nobody just told you, you didn't see a preview, just
2: no, randomly it was, showed
3: up at the movies?
2: No, it, like I said, it's one of those things but like I said, you hear it on the radio and shit like that. You're like, I okay, thought, who
3: is this Tyler Perry? I thought you and my mom and some other people went. Y'all didn't go together? The, no, the, fr- the first,
2: uh, I think the first, like, full featured Tyler Perry movie I seen was the one I went to see with you.
3: Oh, Jesus. Okay, listen. Let me tell you how. I heard about Tyler Perry. It should have been a fucking clue. It was an old white man in my old job named Buddy, right? Now, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Buddy wore a wig, number one. Like and then Aww, if, come he, if he didn't wear a wig, he definitely dyed his hair. So he's one of those white dudes. Um, and then also, pretty sure Buddy was gay. Now, I'm not saying that as a judgment. I'm saying that is as a like I thought he was gay, dude. And then one day he was talking about his wife, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, what? Yeah, I've had that awkward feeling before. Yeah, yeah. I didn't say it to him. I was just like noted, like I I apologize. I didn't even know that you were into women or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So he came up to me one day and he was like, "Hey, you ever heard of uh, you ever heard of uh, this guy Tyler Perry?" And I was like, "No," but I had. I was like, "No." And he's like, well... He's a really interesting guy. I saw a documentary on him. I think it was on BET or the Lifetime channel. And both of those channels, I was like, fuck no. Why are you talking to me? I don't watch either one. I don't, I, what about me made you think that I was going to be like, oh shit, Lifetime. (laughs) Well, what happened? Did he get raped and then, uh, they had a whole movie on it? Like, I don't want to talk about these channels. These are bad movies.
2: I don't even watch, I don't even know what channel BET. I don't watch BET for the BET awards.
3: Right. You've never, and so, and then he said it was a documentary too. So I was like, a documentary on lifetime or BET. Those are not documentary channels, sir. It's, that, that's no. discovery.
2: History, uh, channel. History channel. Yeah.
3: A and E, maybe. Yeah. Uh, so he was like, Yeah, and uh it's about cross dressing in the black community and how it's part of a big part of black culture. And I was like, Okay, man, uh I don't know. That that seems a little sketchy. He's like, Yeah. No, no, I watched the documentary, uh, cross dressing is a big part of black, uh, man culture. And I was like, okay, man, I don't hate to pull your car like this, but, but, um, I'm a black man and, you know, there's my experience on planet earth, uh, that, you know, I feel like supersedes the whole black men love cross dressing thing. And it's not, it's actually not that popular with black men. And he was like, Oh, no, 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 no. I saw a documentary. I'm going to go with that as an authority as opposed to the life experience of anyone that I know. Um, you know, and I, I don't know what he thought happened. Like, after he walked off, I, like, opened up my desk drawer and looked longingly at some lipstick. And your pumps and your lip gloss <laughs> yeah. and
2: your, your earrings <laughs> and down just, in there. I just so said you, you, to
3: myself, you, one day. You blew a kiss him. I'm going to leave you in there, baby. Don't on. at So he's like, yeah. you your fishnets should, out. He's like, you should really check out this documentary. It's called Medea. I was like what he's like yeah yeah it's called Medea. it's about cross-dressing and I was like you sure it wasn't RuPaul man you weren't watching like yeah it was just completely different like, he's yes. like no no it's is Tyler Perry Medea, it's a documentary about cross-dressing in the African American community and, and I've never seen but like this
2: that's not a do- a documentary. Would be them going and talking to people and interviewing people and stuff like that. Mm. That you do not get that from a Tyler Perry movie. What
3: What is the definition of documentary? That's our camera was there. I don't know. <laughs> There's no, Tyler Perry did not have any documentaries. No. I was like, well, dude, you just watched like a regular Madea film. You can't turn that into well, a
2: documentary. Yeah. And you definitely can't be like, well, this is what black people do. What What do you be like? Well, black folks eat chicken. You know, they had a documentary on every black man. eats chicken. Cause they, they just had some bunch of people over. They ain't chicken. Yeah. He kept being like, yo,
3: there were all these black men in dresses. I was like, the fuck did you watch? <laughs> <laughs> it, this has confused me for over a decade now. Yes, I, like he would never clarify, man, and he was obstinate in his belief that apparently uh this was black culture and Rod and Will and all the black Y'all people he knew odd. didn't know what the fuck we were talking about. Mm. How to could real. you have known? Mm-mm. So yeah, man, that's how I first heard of Tyler Perry, man. But I'm really glad that uh my coworker now knows that he can hate Tyler Perry. And not be, uh, admonished just cause he's a white man. You don't have to, like, I know there's some black people that get into that where it's like some type of power over white people where it's like, hey, you can't get to say that. You know, but I don't have that. I don't care. It's like, if you didn't like the shit, then I didn't like the shit. Let's talk about it openly rather than you having to pretend to respect Tyler Perry while I, in my mind, I'm going, I know you lied. Did he
2: do Diary of a Mad Black Woman?
3: Yeah. Yeah. He did that. Is that a, is that a documentary? Hell no, that's not a documentary. I think that's but, what he watched, by the way. I think that's what he watched. He uh, says documentary on people that cross-dress. What? And it was Yeah.
2: No, no, no. In, in, fact, in fact, I think that that, if I'm not mistaken, I think that that was the first full-fledged movie by him I seen.
3: Wow. Yeah. I, and that has nothing to do with fucking cross-dressing. This is a terrible, this is a bad conversation with Buddy. I never liked Buddy anyway, but that was just the worst. Like, that was one of those moments where I had a, as as that guy is talking, I have a realization that we're never going to be friends.
6: Yeah. Like, you uh-huh. ever
3: had it happen where you're just like, Oh mm-hmm. man, this is a shame. We actually never will be friends dog. Like, uh-huh.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, 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 and it's just me and my personality. Uh, when I meet people in real life and a lot of it is I'm very watchful. So I watch what you say. I watch what you do. I watch how you interact with me. Yeah. I watch how you interact with the people, your tone, I watch all that stuff and I commit to go, we ain't going to be cool. And I don't hate you, but I know me and
3: you ain't going to be buddies. Yeah, anytime that I'm telling you something like, no, black people don't do that and you're like, yes, they do. I'm like, okay well i guess i've been trumped by a tyler perry film i yes and, and don't even know what this
2: feels like yeah and the thing is that there are cross-dressing men but this movie is not a documentary about these people yeah and i'm sure if they were that maybe he watched the
3: documentary and thought it and I thought, thought a, tyler perry made it or something i have a feeling that it wasn't the majority of black men That's all i'm saying no he's mm-hmm. like no it's huge in your culture i was like my motherfucker what are you doing <laughs> what are you doing Like that is one thing that black people and people of any other ethnicity in America can do is tell white people about their own culture. But that's more because white culture is American culture. So you can't, like avoid it in in America. No matter really. how much you try, no yeah. matter what field
2: you go into, you will have to almost search a dig for anything yeah. about your race. But you that's know? completely different. Yes, like, it is. I
3: wouldn't, and you know, it was just. And that's weird. just a part
2: of life. Which which we just go. Oh well, that's just life. Yeah,
3: but I like having those conversations. Though. I do too. But, uh, especially with my white friends, cause that's how I learn and that's how they learn. Yeah. Like, right. So a lot of times it's like, you know, I wouldn't have learned that shit if we didn't have an awkward conversation, but everybody's so fucking scared to have an awkward conversation. It's, yeah. You know, I don't know if my white friends think they're going to slip up and just say the N word or something. I don't know. Like it's just, <laughs> like I was, like I'll be like, oh yeah, man, I saw that shit, man. Uh, that shit was kind of racist. So I'm not going to watch that show anymore. He'll be like, Oh, I, we, we can't talk about that. And I'm like, but it's your favorite show. Don't you want to talk about how it might be racist? Nope. <laughs> yep. And then just shut it down. Like, I'm just saying that, uh, you know, it was fucked up when they killed a black dude. Mm-mm. I know this trick. I'm like, I don't uh, know yeah, that. <laughs> that was like, you will not, you, you will not get me, sir. Like, it's just going to accidentally be like, well, you know, Mr. Echo was a nigga. RAGE! Yeah, right. If Mr Echo hadn't been such a nigger he'd be alive. Oh my god, what did I say? It's like you're not gonna say that, man.
2: No, you're
3: not You use English language, you're mm-hmm. an articulate white man.
2: Yeah and and, and Use your and, words. And the thing about it is that I do like learning about white culture. Uh because like I said, there's a lot of things that I've experienced in my life, a lot of rules and regulations that we kinda teach ourselves uh and when you look at white people you're like y'all were y'all really were allowed to do that shit it's 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 almost like how you read a fairy tale do you meet somebody that is the fairy tale you be
3: like oh shit i didn't know that alice really had the fucking powers you serious i actually do like uh i just like talking to people of different culture in general because i like it's fascinating it is uh to see where people draw the lines and then also i get the bonus of being able to judge them um the 13th (laughs) amendment is now ratified in all the states, thanks to Mississippi. About time they about caught up. Ago. Um, and, uh, people were saying like, uh, well, it, you know, if it wasn't implemented, it, like, it, it was gonna be a problem and that's the, what's wrong with Mississippi. But I was thinking like, even if the 13th Amendment, like, didn't get renewed anymore and they were like, let's try to bring slavery back or, you know, you can now, we don't have any rules against slavery anymore. I don't think black people would know. I don't think we'd be the, the first choice for slaves anymore.
2: No, I'm sorry. You know what? Mexicans have, have overjumped us. Like, yeah. Like, like, they, like they've superseded black.
3: I feel a little bit bad. Like we really lost our slavery skill set. We're like mm-hmm. an athlete that retired, you know, 20 years got ago. Got out of shape, yeah. And, you know, the NFL stars back up. They wouldn't even call us it up because we no longer have... The skill sets, like, to do is it, mm-hmm. you know, like, the slaves use Microsoft Office? I don't, I don't know. But that's all I can help you. <laughs> ah! if it feels like pick some cotton. It's like, man, you shit out of luck. We both gonna be out here looking at me pass out on the ground, like, man, couldn't pick that cotton. That was, nope. It was a bad idea. It's too hot. Yes, sir. You know, I, I really think that, uh, slavery has passed us by, man. It's a little bit sad that, uh, we lost our, we lost our, our notch on the wrong, man. You know, it's like, if you're not a, athlete or whatever you probably not gonna be able to go out there and do the slaving work man regular black people we back to to we're back to like whatever class you belong to is your skill set now
2: yeah and and our skill set is not picking cotton right now i
3: don't know shit about a crop i couldn't grow you a fucking cotton Mm. what are they trees plants i don't know what they look like
2: yeah and, and and the only thing i know is about my mama mason jars and and uh Doing stuff with fruits and vegetables, not and I. Like I said, and it's a lot of shit. She gonna die, and I and I never be able to repeat it again. Yeah. Uh, I l- love her very dearly, but you know what? I like, I remember Elon was saying, "I'm glad I'm born now." Yeah, I'm glad I'm born now. Well, I didn't have to deal with that.
3: Yeah, I agree. I'm just saying, the the skills of slavery did not get passed down in our generation. No, it's not. You you, you can know? actually still see
2: cotton fields and all that stuff out. Yeah, now. when
3: I see cotton, I don't even think work. Like, I think, no, all, I, I think old black people see a cotton field and it's just like, God damn it. Mm-mm. That, that, that is at least two weeks worth of shit. And mm-hmm. I see a cotton field and I go, Oh, is that, how do they go turn that into a
2: shirt? And I'm going to tell you now, you do not want to pick cotton. Listen to them stories my mom and them tell about
3: them damn bugs and all that bullshit. I've been looking at them sideways like, niggas, no. Yeah. This is why I'm not surviving the zombie apocalypse. Cause if they just give me like tomato seeds, we all going to die. Cause I don't know shit about any, skill sets involved with slavery like i feel like an old black person be like look first thing you need to do till up this ground once you get a till we're going to get some ducks we're going to get the water running in there and i'll just be like what what are you talking about it's like, yep you're gonna get some tomato steaks you're gonna tie it up they gotta keep them off the ground don't want the rabbits to get to them and i would just be like why why are we eating steaks if we got steaks why are we even fucking with these tomatoes just get the. Grillin'. Nah, now
2: nah, your mom and daddy would survive shit. Your mom and daddy would probably grow their own, <laughs> own
3: yeah. the vegetable garden. The Slavery came back. I had to call my parents and shit. Like, hey,
2: hell yes.
3: I got, I got a question about cucumbers. Yeah, yeah,
2: you know, you know how you go to watermelon. Your daddy be, he yeah. got like peppers and oranges and bullshit back there. Your daddy probably got a lemon tree, an apple tree, and all kinds of shit to back out. We don't know nothing about.
3: Could we even get cell phones in slavery? Like, you call please? a slave phone? I just, I mean, like. <laughs> I'll probably be playing Angry Birds and my shit. Like, I just don't think it's, I don't think, <laughs> I'm not sure we Slave need Bird. I, I guess what I'm saying is, I'm not sure we need the 13th Amendment anymore. I don't even know if we need it. I don't okay, think, it's, um, keep it on the books, keep it on the books, keep it on the books. Just, right.
2: Y'all just, just, just in case, just in case, somebody be like, you know what? Did we used to have slaves? I don't remember that. Do you remember us having slaves? No, I don't remember that. You know, we ought to go get us some slaves. And just decide to one day just go round everybody up. Fuck you. No, keep it on the books. So the 13th Amendment is just in case people forget. Just in case. You know, because you know what? We live in a society now where people think we are post-racial. We live in a society now where the color of your skin don't matter. We live in that society. We live in a stupid ass society sometimes where motherfuckers will look at you go, regardless of your history, regardless of 400 years of slavery, regardless of of your ancestors getting beat up, beaten, whoop. Regardless of you being bottled by the slave ship, we supposed to be all on the same playing field. No, somebody gonna fuck around and get beat upside the head and be like, oh, I get amnesia and be like, you know what? I read a book about slavery. You know what? We ought to go round us up, get the whips and chains. You know, didn't they used to have some 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 sheets that they put across their heads? I remember this. They, didn't they cut holes in them? Yeah, my papa, my grandma. I remember my grandma when I was a little boy. She used to come out there and she used to show me how to sew them and stitch them up and stuff like that. Yeah, I remember that too. You know, let's go round the boys let's go beat up some slaves. Just in case somebody want to get a little motherfucking frog and keep that shit on the book to remind you that slavery has always been here.
3: Slave just just yes just fuck like, that keep it on the books to remind you yeah well you already know my feelings if i think if slavery started and i i'd really sincerely mean this if slavery started back because what a lot of people don't realize about slavery is that it's a also a means of displaying your wealth like how many slaves you have how your slaves are treated like you know it's it, it's not just about torturing and beating uh somebody it's also you know it's, it's about like hey this this dude has a lot of money. got a lot of slaves. I still feel like uh, black people will have the most slaves, man, because we do stuff like by Jordans. Like we're constantly because of how we've kind of been beaten down culturally. We're always trying to be like, well, physically look at my Jordan, look at my shoes, look at my car. There's something about us that like that braggadocio that comes out because it's like you're going to respect me. You're going to know when you look at me that I have something. and I am somebody. We were own the most slaves. Like you know who owned the most slaves? Rappers. But like, they just yeah. be coming on stage like uh be like, ah, oh. be, 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 like, oh. be, like, oh. be like, did you go to that ludicrous plantation dog? My slaves got slaves, niggas. Like they would yes. have chains on their slaves and like they slaves have like smartphones and and, and, and tablets. Like it'll just yes. be nothing but flossing with slaves, man. Uh. Would, that's how it would happen, cause if it's a property. Yeah. We have to be like like if it's property class black people we do spend the most uh Money. on 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 stuff yeah, and, like that. And,
2: and you know what? That you know what? And people wouldn't get mad if they go to nigger plantations. Why? Because you know it'd be all black. You know look look nigga head plantation right. y'all y'all see all my slaves
3: out here they is hard busy working. Yeah. I don't even know that slaves would be black. I just know that we would own slaves for sure. Yes. You know, it's like, yeah, man, I got these slaves on credit, dog. You know what I'm saying? The, hey, yo, new slaves come out, man, Tuesday, man. I'm about to go stand in line yeah, right now. I'm, I'm,
2: about, I'm about to go out there and check them out. You know, I I I heard they got a new breed
3: of slaves coming out. You right. know, you you heard about that? You got them Jordans? Yo, know, the Kanye's come out, the Kanye slaves sick they gonna he be stored you know, he Friday. got the best slaves dog and then people be on twitter like people that 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 look down on that stuff and don't have the money they be on twitter tweeting about it and they'd be like i don't see why black people gotta stand in line for slaves all the goddamn time embarrassing all of us somebody gonna get shot over some slaves now ain't that did, stupid getting shot you, over slaves I know, in 2013
2: did you see him outside outside the mall standing in line going over to the new slave store that just opened up
3: <laughs> out there beside Marshall's? i can't believe they out there doing like doing like that that's the reason, matter of fact, that's the reason I need the 13th Amendment to stay, is cause that would be too culturally embarrassing to me, and I would end up being fucked up. <laughs> like the first time I ever saw a black person with a slave, I'd be like, hit him with a history book or some shit, like, what the fuck are you doing? No, we don't come from this. Actually, we do come from this, which is why you can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> but,
2: but people you just you know just like you got to remind white folks you got to remind black folks too you don't want to be the person enslaving but you know it's right. it's almost like human nature to do that yeah. so i i could imagine that yeah that that would be a sight to see and then you have somebody with stroll and they would have like all they slaves like in in the chain gang all yeah. wrapped up it'll walking be like,
3: around it'll be like an odd future concert where just like ah! they have 47 niggas on stage like i own all these niggas let's go no, I, I really do own all these niggas. Yeah, jump into the crowd. We slaving golf wing. Um, <laughs> uh, another thing I was thinking, uh, I actually thought about this, uh, while I was talking to uh, Aaron Rand Freeman, you know, his G chatting and shit. And uh, I've been playing this game called, uh, Dead Space. Nigga, let me look before you go into your story. That game right there
2: gives me a heart attack. I love to watch you play, but Roger was playing the other day. And he was like walking around these like creatures with like these long arms and they was like making all this noise and he messed around and woke one of them up and they just started fucking multiplying and dividing and busting out windows and busting out doors and Roger was fighting them and he was fighting them shits for like five minutes. I was sitting there sweating, my heart pounding. I was like, oh shit, is he going to survive? Nigga, don't die on the screen. Oh shit, nigga. And when they jump on your back, you have to like hit a real fast and right, and, and, and when you do that, he like fighting, struggling to get him off his back. I was like, oh God, he's going to die. Man, by the time he finished, I was like, shit, I'm tired. I I need
3: to rest. Yeah, I remember that altercation, and uh, after I beat them, I just, I remember exhaling, like, whew. I was, too. I was like, whew. Yeah, it gets you tight, man, but, so, I'm playing this game, and, um, it's a very depressing storyline. Like, everything in this storyline is, like, death, you know? Like, just bad shit happens, and then you die. Uh, Karen, for some reason, you were off screen, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right. So, um yeah so basically you end up having to do all the work you know it's just like real life where nobody's competent but you if anybody's ever worked in the office or been the most reliable person uh in, in any situation uh you end up here you know, where it's like we can't get this to work Isaac and then it's like let me guess Isaac's got to do the shit and then it means that I have to go and you know fight off monsters and stuff and like the plot is kind of sketchy because it's like, we need to destroy this thing, cause it's gonna kill everybody, and destroy everybody, and I'm like, alright, cool, I got you, what we gotta do. And everything I do seems like it's helping the fucking thing that's trying to kill us. <laughs> you know? And like, everything is like, uh, Isaac, these, these, these new necromorphs, they, 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 we need a key. It's like, alright, cool, how do we get the key? Well, the way we get the key is by waking up this big-ass monster that wants to kill us all. was like, you know what, man? That seems like that's not going to help. Mm-mm. Like, that doesn't seem like, that's like saying, like, oh, we're going to defeat Germany. Let's give all the Germans our weapons and the keys to the tanks. It seems like the opposite of what would win the war, right? So but yes. That's everything. Like, there's a, right now I'm at a part where it's like, and I haven't even got to the, to the kicker, but I'm sure, I'm, I haven't even got there. I'm pretty sure this is what's going to happen. Uh, I'm, I'm now going around a research facility where apparently they froze this thing that, 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 that is the key to destroying whatever the fuck we need. Right. They froze it and then they dissected it and then I, and they spread it out all over the facility. Now I feel like they probably did that shit for a reason. Ain't that the truth, right? Like if I walked into your house and for some reason a leg was in one room and an arm was in the other, <laughs> I'm feeling like you kept those things apart for some reason, especially yes. if I know that that thing is the thing that's killing everybody. Right? Ha <laughs> true. Like, everything that looks like this shit is instant death on the screen. Ain't it though? Every time you touch this shit, pop out the floors, pop out the windows, pop out the ceiling, come out of nowhere. Right. So I'm thinking like, okay, um, what's the plan? It's like, uh, we just need to put all these things back and then we'll, once we, we get in the same room, we can go ahead and, um, get, get this key. And I'm like, yeah, that, that don't seem right that seems dumb <laughs> like, and the game didn't give you any options like i wish the connect would let you talk shit to your game because you know like <laughs> your game like because the connect can hear you yes it can so i would like to be like yeah it seems like a, a dumb ass asshole and they'd be like listen isaac stop grumbling and get to work i mean it wouldn't change the game but it would just i would be able to voice my displeasure with these dumb ass plans <laughs> you know it's like oh uh Isaac, uh, looks like you're gonna have to be the one to hit the switch that kill, that makes the monster turn on, then kill it again. I'd be like, yeah, man, um, I, I feel like, I feel like this is a bad move and I feel like you're being a dick right now. This is not smart. And they're like, no, fuck that. No, no, just do it, Rod. And I do it, but you know, I wanna be mad at it. That's all. Like, I just wanna be able to, it's like, uh, like there's one part where you have your, your girlfriend is because you know there's always a girl it's an impossible white man game so there's always a girl oh yeah so your girlfriend is the girl that like you're helping to do this shit so it's like uh ellie um i know you moved on you're my ex-girlfriend you got a a new boyfriend Mm -hmm. but apparently at some point during the mission the boyfriend is jealous of me yes and he's like yo fuck you isaac i'm not letting you continue on to finish this mission and it's like, look, motherfucker, we already on a whole nother planet. We can't get off of here without finishing the mission. That's the only thing people want. He's like, no, fuck you. I see how you've been looking at my girl. You he asked her to come hang out. You didn't tweet me to. It's, it's, it's very disrespectful. I was like, okay. <laughs> right. So he leaves me to die. I get out, you know, and then like military comes through and all of a sudden, I'm laying on the ground because they just had they just ambushed me and knocked me out. And then this motherfucker gets up. The ex boy the, the the new boyfriend is like, Haha, motherfucker, Isaac. I told you, bitch, I don't like you. Now I have oh, sold out the mission and I'm gonna let these people kill you because uh I don't like how you've been looking at my girl and plus I wanna go home. Oh yeah, he was
2: ready to go from the beginning. Yeah.
3: Now ironically, I did support his motivation. i I'm, I'm not gonna be funny. I was like, that makes sense. I understand why he would do that. But, of course, he's a dumbass, and the people that want to kill me are like, um, we're going to kill y'all, too, because we don't want no witnesses. Of course. How did he think this was going to go? Right. They're bad guys. They don't do deals, right? Mm-hmm. Apparently, he hasn't seen any impossible white no. man movies. Terrorists don't negotiate with good people. Right. So, so dude just decides like he's going to kill me, and I felt like I should be able to talk to my connect, and he should have to hear me. You know? <laughs> I- well, I was like, you still, like, whenever the dude's like, well, actually, we're not just going to kill Isaac. We're going to kill everybody. I want to be like, you see, you stupid motherfucker. You got us all killed. This is the problem. And yes, I was going to fuck your girl, but that is besides the point. <laughs> we're on a completely different planet, and we're trying to save the universe, and you are only thinking about your dick. This is why we're going to die. And uh we ended up living, so it worked out, but yeah. It's I, a good thing. Yeah, but the whole, every mission hey man go into this building where we know the monsters are and get this one thing and nobody's gonna help you so we'll be here in safety waiting for you to return it's it's so fucking ridiculous that people feel like this is uh you know this is what makes the games good but whatever i'm doing it i get i'm getting through the missions dog and i guarantee you this shit's gonna get reanimated as soon as i get back into that room man like it's just I, at this point, I'm just we just doomed to repeat it, man. But yeah, Dead Space Three is fucking depressing, man. And I want to be able to talk to it. And oh, also after I kill her boyfriend, remember the motherfucker tried to kill me, sold out the mission, and almost got everybody killed, right? Mm-hmm. So I tell Ellie, I'm like, Ellie, your boy dead, cause you, nigga tried to kill me. He went fucking crazy. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with that dude, but he tried to sell us out. And the mission is the most important thing. Remember, like we talked about. And then Ellie is like. Isaac, how could you kill him? And I was like, "What?" She's she's like, "Yeah, Isaac, you uh, why you kill my man?" I was like, "Did you hear the part where he tried to kill us and like the other dude that was us, alive, which means including you, doll, including you." Yeah, and the other dude that was alive was like, "Yeah, he tried to kill us, Ellie." And Ellie stopped talking to me. Like at some point during the mission, she pulled the silent treatment on me in a fucking game where we are about to die i was like this is who is this temperamental like don't you wait till the the situation's over before you have a tantrum this is the wrong time for the silent treatment when i'm saying ellie are you alive and all i hear is monsters in the background this it was <laughs> it is frustrating man it's frustrating if i could have cussed that game out and at least it would have hurt me i would have felt better if i could have cussed out my connect and been like you know what ellie you always was selfish and this is why I gave you crabs. Ah. What now? And she might, oh, then she would have talked. All right, um, all right. Last random thought, so we can get to some of these articles because uh, we got some good articles today. Apparently, people lost their fucking minds in the last three or four days since we had a show. They did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So I was thinking about this. Uh, I think I have some type of anxiety, uh, disorder a little bit. Not, not just light, like very mild. Um and I don't know if everybody has this or if it's just me, but um do you ever not want to go to somebody's house cuz you don't know what their house rules are? Yeah. Like this is the kind of shit I think about like in social situations. This happens to me all the time like uh if 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 somebody's like, "Oh, I want hey, you want to go out to eat with me?" Like, I get in my head, and I'm like, okay, so am I going to have to wear something? What, what time do I need to get there? Like, is it going to be now crowded? Now, i actually dress code. What's the, the atmosphere? Yeah. Well, it's, I don't even ask. I just think these things. I just keep okay. thinking, like, how's the conversation going to go? What, uh, How long are we going to stay? What time are they going to leave? My mind uh, runs, then, doesn't it? I don't, I don't get that deep. Yeah, if, if you say, uh, hey, man, I want to come over and watch the game with you my mind, I started thinking all kinds of shit, you know, uh, what is, you know, where are they going to sit? Are they going to, uh, what are they going to wear? What's the temperature need to be in the house? Uh, how clean is the house? Where do I need to put everything? What does the seating arrangement need to be? Uh, I, I think uh, for me,
2: I do like context clues. Like when I get there, I watch certain things, uh, and, and I'll, uh, have a habit of taking off my shoes before yeah. I come into the house because you know, some people don't like for you to run dirt and shit through their house you know little little things like that you know they were like oh you ain't got to take after I'm like, oh, okay but no nah, i'm mean, like i said i don't think that deeply i just you know just kind of i don't say whatever happens happens but it's one of those things where i'll adjust to the situation as i'm there
3: i mean i adjust and honestly once it's underway it's never as stressful as it was in my mind before True. it went down but like every time i get ready to go into social situation is this, this is kind of how i'm thinking you know um like, uh, when people come over to the house and they hanging out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and like, say it gets cold in the house, it's like, I'm cold, can I have a blanket? My mind, I'm like, okay, we have been naked in this blanket before. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> they all know that. Now they're, they're obviously thinking like, oh, the blanket is warm. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know what's on that blanket. That's what <laughs> oh, I'm thinking. Lord. Like, I'm just like, I hope, I don't, I hope nothing, I hope we've washed it, uh, <laughs> that not too long ago and uh, everything's fine. You know, uh that like or or if I'm in somebody's house and like I'm laying on their furniture, I'd be like, I wonder if they fuck here. Mm. I ain't too late then too late yeah. then you
2: sit your yeah. ass on it to keep it going.
3: Yeah, that's why I only visit old people's houses. So I know they're not fucking. You no, know. that shit wrapped up in plastic, that's why. Well I guess now at that low T ball jail they might be but, yeah, now they might be. But you know, stuff like that and then like uh I so anyway, this is what I was thinking. To fix this issue, I need everybody to start posting rules of their house at the front door and it will solve everything. You know, restaurants have it, no shirt, no shoes, no service. Uh, We don't take bills over 20. We don't like everywhere, you know, public has this. I think we should have it where it's like, Hey, take your shoes off. And now it's well, not an awkward they, conversation they, they, where I enter your house and then you look at my shoes with all the passive aggressiveness of years and years of angst and animosity coming out. And I had to go, fuck, man, I guess I'm supposed to take my shoes off because, I mean, you didn't say take my shoes off and you don't want to be a dick and tell everybody to come in your house, like, take your shoes off. I, no, I'd rather I,
2: you do that because that solves the problem.
3: But it immediately puts you in an aggressive position when it really shouldn't be because it's kind of like a, a tiny denial, like. My shoes are part of me. I picked these shoes out on purpose because I like them. And now when I walk into your house, you say, not all of you may come in my house. Shoes to the left. And I'm not saying, listen, Karen, I'm not saying it's bad because I have to take my shoes off. It's bad because you have to tell me to take my shoes off. You see what I'm saying? Like, if you could eliminate that, even that conversation, where I just look on the door and I go, okay, cool. No, no shoes on carpet in this house. Boom, shoes off. See what I'm saying? Nobody had to get told what to do. No passive aggressiveness. The first words out your mouth are actually gonna be, "Hey, Rod, glad to see you. Come on in." As opposed to take them shoes off, motherfucker. Then it's like, "Whoa, hold on. Am I supposed to be here? What's the? What are the rest of the rules? You know, Uh, (laughs) no feet on the couch.
2: I I like to know that. And I'm not completely under. I understand, mm-hmm. uh, but some people give, like, huge-ass context clues. Like, see that big-ass rug over in the corner with them 45-pass shoes? Yeah, you might need your shoes right there.
3: And sometimes you just miss it because you're already in a heightened state. Like, you're a little bit nervous. It's a new situation. It's a new person's house. You don't know them. You don't know how to get down. Yeah. You know, I just—it would make me feel better. It's like You know, people that have weird—because people have weird shoes— uh, I was talking to somebody the other day. She was like, uh, a repairman came to my house. He was working on something and he set his tools on my bed. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, that's fucking disgusting. But also I'm thinking if I was the repairman, I probably wouldn't even fucking think about it. I'd just be like, oh, let me just put my pool, keep my tools here. Yeah.
7: She's like, this is oh. the most
3: convenient spot. In her mind, and her my and now oh. I've pissed her off without her, t- cause she's not going to come out and be like, get these tools off my bed slap them off the bed. she just going to, she's just going ah, to be mad. And now I'm, 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 I'm I'm making her mad without trying to make her, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm eroding her goodwill every second that my tools are on her bed and and the situation's not going to go in. You
2: know what? I'm going to tell you like this and maybe it's just me and my country as if you, that motherfucking sensitive about the shit that goes on in your house, don't have people over. If you got to monitor people like they're five. And tell them, don't do this, don't do that, or you pass... You know what? Just have shit at, 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 out somewhere where you don't have to deal
3: with the nuances of just dealing with people then. I don't know, man. I feel like this is a good idea. You should just have a set of rules for your house. It could be very simple, man. I don't think it has to be uh, the most complicated because thing in the world. It's that's unnecessary stress. But it's not if... You think it's stressful if you w- just walked in someone's house? No, no, no. Because
2: the way, right the way you sound, it's stressful for you. And it's stressful for them because they got these unwritten rules that you don't know nothing about. Yes, that's so, what I'm saying. So,
3: yes. you're, so write em.
2: you're stressed because they don't know the rules. They made the rules up because this is the way they run their house. Well, then my thing is like, it's like tell me just tell people but but yet you have people that are so sensitive when you bring it up people get offended and like some of the rules i completely like the shoes thing i don't care nothing about shoes but i completely understand why why people say take shoes off they don't know what the fuck you done stepped in you could have stepped in all kinds of shit and bought it in their house now they got it back and clean a a place stand the steamer to come clean it. i completely understand that
3: what if they don't have socks on like you one of the people that like people take their shoes off they take off their shoes they don't have no socks Oh, it now mean, this could have been. You have to with this then. is an embarrassing situation that if the rules are posted at the front door before they even knock, they go, "Ooh, I gotta go get some socks. I'll be right back." <laughs> I'm trying to help people, Karen.
2: Yeah, you might as well have the FDA wanted up there and then and, and the th- and the code that, that says you know all the employees here have been tweeted equally and all that shit too. Then, huh?
3: Yeah, I would. What's wrong with that? <laughs> I don't understand what is wrong. What's so bad about some? It's I'm only talking about these little weird, sticky social situations. Like I go in somebody's house and then like the worst is like you think you had a good time and then you about to leave. And it's like, hey, man, uh appreciate you coming over. It's Like, oh, cool. No problem, dog. I appreciate watching the game. Yeah, man. uh, You know, Deidre's probably going to be mad that you wore your hat inside the whole time. But I'll talk to her. Huh? Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, we got that. My wife, she don't. It's bad luck wear a hat inside. Well, why don't you tell me? I mean, you know it's your hat man you want not wear your hat right but now your your wife's been pissed off all day because i haven't fucking hat on and you know you would just have some rules at the goddamn door this shit wouldn't happen i'm telling you i'm right every house needs some rules what's the policy on the remote control hmm what time do you leave after things happen hmm the game goes off motherfuckers just want to hang around play monopoly and shit maybe you have a uh 30 minute exit after the event is overruled i know after parties i would love i'm doing this i'm putting this shit on my door i'm being like hey you can wear your shoes any way you want to uh but don't put your shoes on the couch uh you can uh you can leave uh after the shit is over but you know we like to get it wrapped up about 30 minutes uh, afterwards so the game goes off at ten thirty, eleven o'clock we really like to have the house straight so we can clean up you know what i mean you don't have to stay to clean up afterwards we'll clean up ourselves stuff like that little social things that you know motherfuckers might forget or it might just be different from house to house it would it would alleviate my social uh awkwardness with a lot of this stuff and i think a lot of people are like me not everybody's just so free ball and willing to kneeling like you karen everybody's not so comfortable making shit up you know and then afterwards if anybody gets offended i can be like motherfucker you had the rules it's not my fault i followed the rules
2: and see this is why i say just eliminate it all just don't have shit at your house just every, let's all go get chima's and call it a day because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that's that sound like that's just too much going on that's well, too much know, stress
3: for everybody involved that's too much going on guess what about, i just want to come and have a good time guess what about shima's what shima got rules at the front door i win again
2: all right <laughs> yes they do but see these are rules that everybody knows these are like general rules you guess what you gotta wear shirts socks and shoes why because the state said you gotta fucking wear it
3: oh wait I, i forgot i was gonna talk about this too i forgot uh then we can do the stories um the new porn search term like have you ever seen pornography on a website or something and you see like the title or description and you go you like automatically judge people that watch it like, you go, who the fuck is into this? Yes. You know, like, really, this is what people are into? Yes. And then you click on it and you watch some and you go, I'm into this. I'm one of these people.
2: Yeah. And then I go, I'm still, all right, some of that shit I go, that's, that still ain't for me. Mm-mm.
3: Yeah, but you never, but none of it you ever said, oh, this looks terrible. And then. Like, once you see it, you're like, uh, this is actually, this is okay with me.
2: Yes, and then some of them I go, this looks terrible, and I just know I never click on it.
3: Well, look, my new porn search word for this week, because I know I slipped on it a couple weeks ago, but I'm back. This week is dogging. D-O-G-G-I-N-G, dogging. What the hell is that? Now, I found this looking for, like, doggy style, because you remember when I was doing my doggy style, like, porn, like, finding everybody that was doing doggy style, and I was, you know, it was actually pretty good, you know? It's good sometimes where you get to have, like, a continuity uh between videos. Well, dogging kept coming up. I was like, the fuck is dogging? I thought it was just more doggy styling. Wrong. This is uh british people's version of of pornography um it's public sex basically um but from what i've gathered from my intense research as a pornosaur um it's not just public sex it's like public group sex a lot of times wow and what you do and i'm assuming they set this up either online or somewhere where you know like whatever but like and typically it's like uh it's almost like cuckolding Which we talked about on the show before.
2: Oh, yeah. That's my vocabulary word for forever.
3: Okay. Now, since I know what that one is. It's kind of like that. But what typically happens is like a boyfriend or a husband or somebody drives out, drives their wife out to the middle of the park or somewhere public. I've seen it like side of the highway everywhere. Um, And uh, someone in the chat asked, P-Funk says, is it legal? i don't think it's the most legal thing because uh the, the locations they pick are kind of sketchy and then like some of the shit is real real short so like somebody came or saw that wasn't supposed to, it's like oh 45 seconds like this is a short one but um you know and all the videos are like dogging in the car park you know stuff like that oh chap yeah you know me and the miss is dogging check out my dogging van like yeah the dogging glory hole van that was oh, lord that was pretty intense it's like a hole in the side of the van wow yeah anyway so like you pull up in your car or whatever you park and the old girl like starts either like taking off clothes or dancing around seductively or whatever and then you just see like dudes you know and they always like cover up their faces to keep their faces out of it at least the amateur ones which is how you know it's true you know. um but they see these, you know, the dudes start walking up and, you know, some of them start jacking off. Some of them just like start rubbing on the lady or whatever. And it's whatever she's into. Like, I've noticed that all the dogging is kind of like the cuckolding thing where it's what the woman's comfortable with. Yeah. You know, so um it's a little different, you know, except cuckolding always feels like the dude would love to be the woman. The dude, like the husband.
2: Yeah, he's sitting in the corner. I seen that yeah. way. He, he be chilling on the couch. Yeah. I seen it where he be in the background. Sometimes yeah. he's the one holding the camera.
3: Yeah, don't get into the... Don't even get me started on the cream pies. That's
2: completely oh! different. Oh, mm.
3: yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The cook, cold, and cream. Mm-mm. Yeah, completely. And that, that
2: is not a recipe, and that is not a real pie,
3: people. <laughs> yeah, a little bit different, but um so so like you know That. like the the chick is like doing whatever in public dancing and stuff tearing everybody you know turning everybody on and then you know some some people have sex with them some people you know like all sex some people just jack off onto the chick and uh after you know enough strangers are satisfied keep in mind these are normally complete fucking strangers um then it's over and when i like saw the first one i was like ah uh, this seems kind of disgusting you don't even know these people and they just like jacking off on your wife do not in that a little bit weird and then like the 17th video i saw i was like you know uh-huh, uh-huh, and I mean, this is pretty intense keep wondering if cops are gonna show up like it's, you never know what's gonna happen in these videos you don't know how they're gonna end you know it's not you know it's not necessarily the uh cleanest situation uh it's like people fucking in the middle of the road and shit so uh <laughs> That is the search term. They scared the about week. getting hit by random cars going down the road. Could you imagine you flying out the road two people fucking in the middle of the street? Well, it was one one chick where they took the car and parked it on the side of the road, and then they opened up the hood like it had a car problem, mm-hmm. you know, like it needed to be worked on. So they were using the hood as a shield from the drivers going one way down the street. So they oh, couldn't, like, see. so you couldn't see them until you passed. And then ah! and once you pass, it's like three people fucking on the other side of the car. Uh, too late. To, you you hey yeah. bounce down the road. Shit was kind of hot. At first, I was like, you sick, disgusting. Oh, my God. Yes. So, you know, I don't think I would personally ever do some shit like that. Mm-mm. It seems uh Mm-mm. way too risky, especially for I, black people in no, America. I don't want
2: to be dogging. Mm-mm. Yeah,
3: especially for black you, people in America, yeah, it seems like you go straight around to jail. And
2: be dogging Your ass, be dogging in jail.
3: Yeah, but it it did seem kind of hot though that those people were doing it. Plus, it's always some uh, it's always funny to see British people doing some disgusting because they had those accents huh. where I, I just associate their accents Cheerio, with class chap. or something. Yeah. It's like, oh, me and the missus are going dogging. I'm like, okay. Go for a wank in the park. And then like 17 dudes show up. It's like, these British <laughs> people are disgusting. Um, they get down too. Yeah, but uh, anyway, it was kind of hot. Right. So uh, let's talk about some articles. I'll put them in the chat. Uh, the first one is a quick hit, but um, we talked about this when we talked about A. Wallace and the outfall from uh, the onion, calling her a cunt, and then like all the subsequent... Uh, issues that people had in the feminist community black feminist community uh comedic community like just uh a real hosh posh of um different people raising different issues about the entire situation well tina Fey kind of is weighed in and she says uh her seven-year-old daughter alice who happens to be black she's adopted um she was at like the oscar party and she wanted to be an actress like Kevin you know, she's like, I, I want to, you know, be like that. And, um, Tina Fey told people magazine that she is intent on holding her, uh, holding her daughter back away from, uh, Hollywood. And even though she's made a career in it and, um, uh, she's had an exciting life but she understands, she feels like it's not appropriate for children to even be involved in it, which is something I was saying where, uh, when people were saying like, well, uh, it was very misogynistic what they did to convention a Wallace. And I was like, of course it is because Hollywood as a whole oh. industry is a misogynistic industry. Yes, like it it's not actually any better when you do it to somebody who's 25, 30, mm-hmm. but people just uh, have attention. 19 have
2: attention.
3: Yeah. Like it, the things people say about, um, Jennifer Lawrence aren't any better if you say them about her when she's 30 or when she's nine, because some the entire industry is just like this undertone of just ridiculous, like misogyny where it's like, look at her dress. Oh, wow. She's really going to have those breasts out like that today. This is a uh, terrible. She looks like a total. And it's just like, wow, uh, we really, uh, really doing this, huh? We really going to mm-hmm. talk about, you know, how naked? like people were like, uh, Seth MacFarlane is saying about boobs. It's like, uh, all these women had their boobs out to get these parts. Like, of course, they not writing twelve parts for you. Couldn't have made any songs about dicks for the Oscars because it would've been like two dudes long. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, this dude had to show his dick, and this dude had to show his dick. Uh, okay, stores Show's over. Have a good night. Like, it's a misogynistic industry. It chews up women and spits them out. Your average actress you know has a very short lifespan in the mm-hmm. industry you know it's like the second that you don't look like a runway model it's like all right well bye you know up oh, you put on five grown woman pounds well you are no longer a good actress ma'am mm-hmm. good night they're liking good and young because once you get old you consider so uh of course her daughter saw convention and was like there's a nine-year-old there's a nine-year-old you know very excited and um tina faye said let it go step away uh, she made a write out a poll for everybody at the Oscar party to vote that should Alice be allowed to be in movies. And, um, ah. I'm pretty sure she probably won, but, uh, Tina Fey said, well, I vote no. And I'm the only vote that counts. I know. So, and I think there is a little bit of a protective vibe for people that are concerned for their kids. Like mm-hmm. is, you know, and I'm not knocking convention, parents. Mm-hmm. I really think that one of the reasons that her story is so wholesome it's because she came from outside of the industry. you like, honestly, at that age, if you've been trying, if your parents have been promoting you to try to be famous for, for your uh, nine years that you were on the earth, you're probably already jaded because you've seen the worst of people. You've seen the worst of Hollywood. You've seen like the, 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 the things that they make people do to be famous and continue to stay famous are just like soul crushing. And mm-hmm. I wouldn't want my kid around it just knowing what i know true and it doesn't surprise me that someone with actual industry experience is saying the same thing which is yeah this is not good for children yeah you know what we do is bad and again they've had child actors on 30 rock i guarantee she has worked with children where she's like these kids are fucked now like you know how do you parent somebody in this environment true you know like the 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 thing that really gives me um uh hope or whatever oh somebody said her daughters are white too by like okay my bad well um the thing that gives me that gives me hope for uh convention day is actually that her parents are outside of the system and they're not really just like i'm an actress that didn't make it and my daughter's gonna live my dream you know Yeah, and just push it and in their child yeah yeah
2: so i actually think regardless I like as that. if that child wants to be in the industry or not
3: yeah so it's it's just it's like it's a tough road to hoe and i feel like no pun intended but it's a tough road to hoe and i feel like if you step into that arena i would feel more comfortable if it's an actual um adult decision you know and i don't know what that means i don't know if that means you can't have child actors or just their parents have to be extremely vigilant because who monitors a kid and if the kids parents are the ones who are like you're gonna be a star baby you know, what do you do? You know, that's the truth. I'm going to have my little kid out here doing all kinds of crazy shit because it's look, you know, we're going to get this money. It's like, all right, I guess it's your kid. I mean, nothing you can do. So it's refreshing to know that her that convention, parents aren't like that. But it's also kind of reiterates my point that we made during the show, which is Hollywood is not for kids and they're going. They're not going to know how to act or treat them like as and far as they're concerned, they be concerned. Yeah, as far as they're concerned, it's all fodder. Like, she is in the diaspora of, uh, what, of what Hollywood is right now. So she's at this award show. So as far as they're concerned, um, you can say whatever you want to about her. Mm-hmm. Like, because she's there. And that is quite simply the deal with the devil is, well, you're there. We get to make these jokes. We get to say whatever fuck we want. We don't have to have a line because your ass is here. So we don't care if you're a kid or not, you know? So, uh her tina face saying like she wouldn't let her kids be involved it i think it does kind of hit home like this shit is fucked
2: yeah and it's like she's been it for years she know what it took especially especially being a woman yeah it's one of those things but she's like you know what y'all need to go do other
3: shit because this right here is tough work yeah what does nice look like in hollywood because like just the idea of hey everybody we're gonna be nice to this person is already beyond me i can't imagine i don't have enough faith in humanity to imagine everybody going hey let's collectively be nice to this one person we're not gonna say anything fucked up i feel like it's just a matter of time you know and it's just sad but that's just how it is speaking of sad um we talked about this remember we talked about rape culture Mm -hmm. um, on the show we talked about especially sports because that's something that's overlooked And it starts from a young age. We promote people to get glory through sports and the rules no longer apply to them. Mm -hmm. And that there's always been a rape subculture in a lot of these sports. Um, yeah, You know, whether it's just stuff like hazing each other, Mm -hmm. um, like there's always been this like, hey, you're good at a sport. Rules don't apply to you. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's like to me, that's really what rape culture is, is literally you could rape somebody and you throw a good spiral football. So eh, let's not put him in jail. You know, like, let's see if we can get her to change her mind or can't her story. Well, we talked about Steubenville where we talked about that, the rape crew. Mm -hmm. That's literally what they call themselves. And, uh, they, I had a girl, uh underage girl. She uh, was 16. She passed out, I guess from drinking or whatnot. She was unconscious. Nobody, they don't know if she was doped up or not, but they know that she was unconscious. There's pictures of them dragging this girl around from party to party. There's tweets. There's all sorts of, there's a guy, there's a, a video of a guy talking about, uh, what happened to the girl and talking about how making jokes, and making light of it because these kids knew that they were above reproach and that they would not be in trouble for this shit. Um, you know, there was that, that post that we read where Anonymous kind of went through and got people's information and found out like about boosters and, um, you know, shares and principals, people that were, that were actually making it, uh, a, a very easy ordeal for these kids. And it would have not, it would not have even been looked into if not for internet attention and things on this. Like, hey, what, what the hell's going on here? Uh, and then all of a sudden it's like, well, we'll investigate, you know? Um, and then a lot of these very small football towns and shit, they can do stuff like this with impunity because it's a sports town. And for a lot of these, like, people that, don't really have anything bigger in their life. Like the football team is the big thing in their life. Mm-hmm. The high school football team is it's where sports
2: overall or the basketball team or whatever the, the hot sport is.
3: Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, apparently the defense that, um, the defense lawyers are going to use, uh, for the, uh, the, 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 the guys who are accused of this, uh, basically a gang rape, um, And there's only three of them, by the way, that are being put on trial. Um, But they said the preliminary leak is saying that their defense is going to be that um, uh, date rape is not a thing. What do they mean? It's not a thing. It doesn't exist. It's not possible.
2: What do they mean? It's not possible. Like
3: if you drink enough to get passed out and someone has sex with you, that is how you have sex. Like that's the that's your way like that. That's the same as consent. So. That's David's consent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Defense attorneys believe the girl who lived across the river in Weirton, West Virginia, made a decision to excessively drink against her friend's wishes to leave with the boys. They assert that she consented to sex. So, if you drink too much, and especially if your friends don't want you to, Uh, You leave with boys, you are saying it's okay to have sex with me, regardless of, you know, your ability to say yes or no.
2: And and, and I think for me, the the whole issue that I have, and I've said this before, and what really, really frustrates me about the home of the free and the land of the brave here with this country, beautiful country we call America. Mm Mm-hmm. Women are literally considered second-class citizens. If you got a slit, you got a vagina, you got ovaries, you got fallopian tubes, you are considered a second-class citizen. Yeah, It's one of those things where anything, anything, any goddamn thing that happens to you is automatically your fault fault Mm -hmm. because you got a pussy. Yep. And you take all the responsibility off men. You take all the responsibilities for their behavior and their actions. You take all the responsibilities when it comes to beating women, when it comes to raping women, when it comes to childbearing, all that stuff. It's one and and, and it becomes very, very frustrating. And also as a woman, it makes you
3: scared. It literally it makes you scared to do anything and to go anywhere. Somebody will be there to pick up the it's her fault. Like, they'll just be there with that, with the, oh, no, no, all that's on you. And the, and the thing that really, really upsets me even more
2: than the men is that there are women that subscribe to this, too. Yeah. And a lot of times they are even worse than the men when it comes to this and will make a woman feel bad for talking up and speaking out and telling about her experiences and saying this happened to me. This really happened to me. And, and 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 it's very frustrating because when you talk about sex and sexuality here in our country, we don't like to talk about it because right. of religion, because uh, people are scared. People don't want to believe that children are fucking or whatever the reason may well, be. Well, You know,
3: also, some people are, quote, unquote, good people. And they really want to believe that we live in a world where you can control everything. And then this won't happen. But, so they like. So what they've done. Is blamed women so that they won't ever feel like they're not in control. They could, oh well you know she wouldn't have been wearing that dress if she wouldn't have been walking down that street if she wouldn't have been drinking because they that's the only way they feel comfortable letting their daughter out the house letting their wife go somewhere uh like the only way that they can feel. That is like blaming women by being like, well, you were the one in control. It's not, it's not that the world is so fucked up. It's not that we need to tell men not to do it. It's It's obviously something about you that you're the reason that this happened to you. Like, that's what people do. To try to distance themselves from being like, oh, this is a real thing and we need to fight it.
2: Yes, because the, and, and, and the, and the thing that frustrates me and the thing that really makes me upset is that when you look down in it, most men have friends family members, their own mama, their sisters, their cousins, they have been raped that they will never, ever, ever know. If you ask most women, they have been sexually assaulted or raped. And most women are raped by people that they They know. know. A lot of times people think it's the motherfucker jumping out the bush that's just running after that runner. Most of the time that's not happening. It's somebody that has access to her. Somebody that she has let her guard down around and they mess around and they rape her. And the thing about it is that And when it comes to rape, a lot of times people want to do that because they don't want to deal with the reality that the world is fucked up when it comes towards action towards women. It is. It's just fucked up. And that's something that you got to embrace and you got to look at. And you can't
3: solve it if you deny there's a problem. That's 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 the thing is like if you like, you know, if you won't have a discussion where you say, look, men have to not commit sexual assault and. There's no fucking leeway on that 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 means there's no uh kind of consent there's no she was drunk consent. we were both drunk it's a there was no yes, so there is no sex that is the only thing that uh that is the point we're at and that's the only thing that can be understood and I think that um uh, because people don't want because people are so busy trying to blame women. We can't even get to that part of the discussion, which is really the most important part of the discussion is yes! don't do it. You're a dude. You have the fucking or rapist, whatever, man, woman. You know, I know some people get specific about that, but rape person, don't rape.
2: And, and it's regardless, male, female, male, male, female, male, however, yeah. just don't do it. And and the, and the thing that frustrates me is that it's always we go back to this thing which I cannot comprehend is victim blaming. And, and, and once you get to that point, you cannot get to a real conversation that will cause things to change. How can things change when you never look at the, why did it happen? Well,
3: people just want to, they want to use the degrees of how much fault is it of the victim to, to discourage you from being able to go. Yeah, but we don't even talk to dudes as boys when they're young we don't even talk to them about the idea of consent and what that means, and especially what it doesn't mean, and what I, it never true. and what it never is. And because we don't do that, you end up with these. Like uh, there was a uh, article on the Good Men Project talking about when good guys rape. It's like what the fuck does that mean? Like how? Uh, you know. Anyway, I've not read that shit since. Anyway, um, the 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 defense attorney Walter Madison, who had to get his name out there, you know. Says an abundance of evidence here, uh, that she was making decisions, cognitive choices. She didn't affirmatively, she did not affirmatively say no. Like that's like, I don't know how defense lawyers sleep at night or, you know, like if, if this happened to your daughter or your wife or something, like as a defense attorney, is this like, I don't, like, I don't know if this is just one of those things where you're like, Hey, um, Listen, guys, y'all guys need to plead to something because y- y'all did this shit. There's so much evidence. Uh You guys are obviously guilty. Maybe we can get you like 10 years in jail. You get you'll be back out at some point. And it's like, no, we're not. We're not pleading. Yeah. Well, look, uh, you're going to have to plead to something because this shit is a public like disgrace. Uh You guys are obviously guilty. Uh You got your own tape talking about the shit um you really just let's just go ahead and plead we'll just talk to the judge we'll see if we can get you guys some type of uh sentence that will you guys are all you know some of you guys are minors and and then it's just like uh no we're not like okay well i guess we gotta go with the rape isn't rape defense
2: yeah and 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 uh and i think the thing that frustrates me is that you get people get to the point where they want to dehumanize a woman like she's less than or, or or and things like that, and it's like I said, it's just one of those things that just really, really, really upsets me when you sit back and think in this great country of ours, how can somebody even allow that to come out of their mouths? And the uh, weird and and what's even funny about it is that. Odds are if they have this in this little town mm-hmm. they might be not guilty it's one of, you know what i'm saying yeah. it's, it's one of those things where it's like oh they, they still the, might go free
3: like there's, yes, i actually because, saw something another article where it said that um basically she wasn't too drunk like she wasn't so drunk like she was drunk enough to do some things on her own therefore anything is fair game like, well, you know, at some point throughout the night, she may have blown a guy, so then everyone can rape her, because you know, that's the same as giving consent to everything. Like, th- these are the defenses in America that are happening in a case where someone is is, is amazing. Yes, like, it is. And the fact that it escalated, the fact that it, this would not have been a trial if, and if no one had brought attention to it is the scarier thing because I believe in a lot of these small towns with a lot of these sports teams and shit a lot. This is happening a ton. You know, Notre Dame even had an issue mm. where, you know, uh someone accused a, a player of rape and then uh basically they tried to make her recant her story and she ended up killing herself. Like these are the fucking things that people are doing to protect a fucking football program that really They find more important than the human life,
2: human life. And that's the thing. And and it's so frustrating. It's like when, when it comes to rape, people act like rape ends at that physical act. Oh, I raped you move on, get over it. It's okay. You know, why are you crying? It's Tuesday. You know, why are you crying? Why are you upset? Yeah. You know, you got raped five years ago. Why are we still talking about this now that, you know, that penis has been out of you, but you don't talk about the physical damage, the emotional damage, the, the flashbacks, the, the, the problem with having intimacy with other people, the distrust and all these other issues that go along with that one single act that could wreck her life right. and not only her yeah. life, people around her, people affect her children that she had, her husband, all these other issues. And people go, fuck all that you know and 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 that's 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 the part to me this um makes you angry and makes, and, 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 makes you, uh, upset. And then, and then the fart, the fart to me that's really fucked up is that when women stand up and begin to talk about it and they're not crying and they're not sad and, and they become, a, and they begin to be an advocate for it and begin to come out, people call them whores, people call them sluts, people say it's your fault that you got raped and all this other bullshit. And they just want to talk and have an open discussion about real issues that affect Over fifty percent of our population.
3: Right. Yep. Well, that's the that's the technique they're gonna use to defend uh, those dudes for rape. Um, Speaking of uh, other sexual things that um, are affecting everybody, um, did you know that there's a in Minnesota um, there's a man who spoke up against uh, marriage equality. Um, as far as like gay marriage and stuff like that. Uh-oh. And, uh oh. And he made a quite compelling case for himself. Uh, let me see if I can get the audio for this. If not, I gotta read it. Uh, sounds kind of quiet.
4: Uh.
7: Committee page, please pass out. Oh, it's in the
4: packet. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, sir. My name is Mike Fry, and uh, I speak as a concerned Minnesotan and father and the husband. And uh, the thing about same-sex marriage is that people who marry do have sex. And when same-sex people are married, they do have sex, there's something called sodomy. Sodomy, defined in Minnesota, is sex by or with the mouth or or through the anus. When there's ejaculation into into a vagina, there's a barrier there, as in your packet it states there, of a cellular tissue that doesn't allow the sperm that has an enzyme at the head of it to penetrate the blood flow. It is designed to go to the egg. That enzyme is designed to burn the outside membrane of the egg cell, go inside the egg, and then deposit the DNA. We call that conception. When the ejaculation occurs inside of a colon, it's highly absorbent material. The cells do not have a barrier for the sperm and those enzymes to enter into the blood flow. When the enzymes enter into the blood flow and a continued prolonged um, um, environment to that happens, these enzymes into blood flow, it causes what we know as AIDS. Acquired Immune Deficiency Syndrome and AIDS, of course, brings on common uh, diseases, colds and and things and it, it magnifies them to a point where it's unhealthy. Not only does it strengthen the disease within the carrier of AIDS but it also with a person that has a destroyed immune system, but it also strengthens the disease that can be spread to the society at large. There's an example in Los Angeles County in California where among the the gay community a uh, a rash almost like uh, boils uh, and a very raw skin broke out on the uh, hands, feet, butt mouth of these uh, uh, gay communities and they couldn't find a cure for it for a a long time. These doctors called the Center for Disease Control and they couldn't find this cure for it. The cure they found, a a very extraneous antibiotic, was Zyvox. It cost $2,400 for one course of use. I urge you to vote against the changes inside this bill because it's going to put a Health risk to the society at large, and it's going to put a financial burden on the people of Minnesota to be able to support all the diseases that will come out of this. Thank you so much for your time.
5: Thank you for your testimony, Mr. Fry. Next testimony uh, will be from Eric Strand, um, Edina Community Lutheran.
3: Yeah, so uh, that was Mr. Mike Frey, uh, Mike Fry, I think is how it's pronounced, uh, a Minnesota. Minnesotan father and husband. Um that was his official title. And uh I feel like this should be called When Conservatives Do Science or something. Yeah. Because he was, he was You ain't saying nothing. <laughs> if you went to school you know what this Well, some of it I'm not sure was even scientifically sound. Yeah, some of he yeah. just
2: talking yeah uh and also i didn't know ejaculation calls aids i'm
3: also not sure why this would be against marriage equality yeah um,
2: what does what does your sex got to do with me getting married nothing
3: so he thinks married consensual sex between two adults that uh happen to be the same sex would be a risk at for society at large because of all the gay sex that is obviously AIDS inducing but and this always happens with conservatives and I I kind of don't know if they understand this but uh gay people are going to have sex no matter what so even if you did believe this which I don't think you do believe but you ain't but, stopping it baby yeah you know, let's say you're dumb enough and you do believe what he just said um, the sex doesn't stop because you're not married. Ain't that the truth? Listen, not, it's not like, it's not like gay people are like, Oh man, we can't get married. married. Well, let me put my dick up. I was really looking forward to fucking, but shit, not, in, not until I get a license or some type of approval. Like, this is the fucking most ridiculous defense of, well, this is why Straight we- Straight need- people don't even follow by this rule, dog. Come on. The good news is, we are running out of shit that will stop gay marriage in America. <laughs> <laughs> We're down to fake science. <laughs> really at like hey man just make some shit hey up man like. what 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 then you know
2: what uh if your wife suck your dick does that make her gayian
3: right i don't know this to me this is like a comedian who is not really prepared to do a lot of time, Mm-mm. but you like, came, hey man, he came with like a two, with like a two minute bit. Right. And they're like, Hey man, get up there and do 30 minutes. Cause he just like, I'm, I'm making some shit up. I'm just, I'm making some shit up. I don't, I don't, I'm a wing it. Yeah. I hope l- the crowd likes it. Fellas. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to go in tell, we're going to talk about some, I'm going to say a lot of word, DNA, uh, membrane, uh, zygote AIDS. I, I, don't, I like how he also was like AIDS acquired immune deficiency syndromes. And, uh, no one's probably heard of that. Uh, <laughs> some, some brand new just hit streets right. not sure you guys are up on this but uh i read a book today uh apparently aids acquired ah. immune deficiency syndrome uh, i know a lot of you guys are looking around like hey what is that well now you know mm-hmm. yes uh yes i was well, also you know. yeah what did i get this from i was watching this on the tv also known as a television television a lot of look that up guys uh, you can check that on wikipedia ah. mm-hmm. Yes. Google that one. Yeah. I was looking on my PC. Uh, went to Wikipedia. Oh, PC, personal computer. Mm-hmm. Personal computer. Everybody look around. I'm smart. I'm very smart. I know words <laughs> and acronyms and lots of them. Yes. Yes. Oh, d- oh, man. Well, I saw, I was like, he really resented that as like, hmm. I just dropped. I also like the end. His face is like, blew their minds. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh,
2: hmm.
3: drop the mic mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and now you know and no one is half the, the battle um speaking of battling uh-oh uh this is uh my probably my favorite story of the week actually okay um you know how people at people on twitter and talk shit about them uh, which is something i try not to do and i definitely don't do it with celebrities and shit like I, first of all i don't really talk that much shit on twitter about people i don't know who these people are to get on there it's like uh Yo, man, fuck you, Toray. You a bitch ass niggas, like Mm -hmm. dog. Like, have some breakfast. Calm, calm down, down breathe like, you know i live my life expecting these people not to know who i am or give a fuck because why would they ain't that the truth and as long as they never have anything fucked up to say to me i really don't have anything to say to them even people i vehemently disagree with i'm not gonna go look up sarah palin and, and call her some names it, it won't make me feel any better about my life so why would i do that ain't you know that the truth well a lot of people do shit like that you know and i remember uh h20 kev kev remember when he was talking shit to um what's rodney pete's holly robinson pete Mm -hmm. uh because she said she wasn't comfortable with all the violence in mma and he was like talking shit and i remember being like kev that you're being an asshole she's not wrong at all (laughs) it's her right to not like the mma and you know if you want to go and call her a name or some shit because of that you're the one in the wrong here not her and he was just kind of like yeah you're right i was in the wrong You know, and, and then that's the thing about, you know, just trolling people on Twitter like this. Uh, if you go fuck with these people, it's on you. Ain't that the truth now? So apparently somebody was on Twitter and they were trolling a boxer, Curtis Woodhouse. Um, and his name, the, the guy the, uh, that was, that was messing with him was Jimmy OB88. Um, he tweeted, retire immediately. Can't even defend a pathetic little title. You are a complete disgrace. Hashtag awful boxer. To a professional boxer? Yep, and the boxer responded, LOL. However, Jimmy ob 88 persisted. What's so funny, you put so much effort into sacrificing... Oh, wait. You put so much effort in sacrifice all that time and failed to defend your Mickey Mouse title. Oh, shit. So the boxer retweeted, uh, you know, replied back, I'll give 1,000 euros to anyone... Who can provide me with the address and picture of this man? Knock knock. Oh shit! Jimmy Ob eighty eight continued to mock the athlete. What you going to do? Knock me out with the like your last opponent? Oops. Wow, gangster! I don't believe you, gangster. Keyboard gangster, real gangster. However, when Curtis tweeted the name and the address of the user, suddenly Jimmy Ob eighty eight back down i know he did chill out pal i was only doing it so you would bite back it was just it was only a bit of harmless fun no and it and see see the thing
2: about trollers and the thing you think about trolling is that you gotta know who to troll and who not to troll Mm -hmm. and a professional athlete is
3: not the one you fuck with yeah i accidentally Accidentally, complete misunderstanding talk shit about charles oakley and as soon as i realized that was really charles oakley immediately apologized and backed down never had an incident since i know so fuck that noise somebody brought that shit up today i was like dude no they were like i'm gonna talk shit to oakley probably won't respond no don't please just don't. whatever you think don't someone asked about Muzzy Bowes today Mm-mm. don't it, it's not me, me and
2: muxy bow's the same height but i promise he could whoop
3: your ass right i uh that time i seen muzzy almost fight my friend it's it's not worth it bro it's really not worth it plus you're gonna be the dude that got your ass whooped by muzzy bows you're never gonna live that down no a worried jimmy ob 88 oh wait no then the boxer tweeted just on my way to sheffield to have a little chat with an old friend get the kettle on jimmy ob 88 <gasps> A word O. B. 88 tweeted, I was only joking about didn't think you would be bothered, thought you would take them as a joke.
2: Yeah, and I bet you you go through his timeline. I bet you he probably do other people like this. But that, that's the thing about trolling. People don't really think people will ever, uh, especially a professional athlete, you know, you just think that,
3: you you're just de- you're depending on a person with infinite time and money to not have the time and money to come back at you. True. That premise in itself is enough to keep me from saying shit to people I don't know. Ain't that the true. truth? It's like Stephen A. Smith, I smack you in your motherfucking face. It's like, guess what? I have infinite time and money. I can do what the fuck I want. I will find you, I will hunt you down, and I will make you pay. Just cause fuck it, I'm Stephen A. Smith, and I will throw money at you as I leave and be like, there's the money for the lawsuit go, go get your i'll help you buy your lawyer um <laughs> ah, i'm sorry It's getting a bit out of hand i am wrong and i accept that he said in another message i also like that he accepted his own apology
2: yeah when well, he figured out that that dude <laughs> knew his address and the ass whoop was about to come his
3: way i'm sorry and i accept he my got apology. scared no i just like the idea i'm sorry and i accept my apology to you so. No, you ain't got this no, up shit. Right. No need for this ass whooping, sir. However, Curtis was undeterred and posted a picture of himself at the address to prove he was there. Oh, shit. Calling out the keyboard warrior. After an hour, it appeared that Curtis had given up as he tweeted, never, he never came out the place. So I'm going back home. Maybe a bit daft what I did today, but sometimes enough is enough. Yeah. Um, I don't think anybody gonna be fucking with this dude again. No. Yeah. Pretty sure he just ended any and all trolling and, and on exact, his account
2: forever. <laughs> I, I bet you that dude will never troll again. That one's dude, like, you know what? Twitter ain't for me. Yeah, he got to
3: have a completely different account at this point. Uh, he better. Yeah. Oh, man. He won't bend that, baby. Quit that fucking trolling. I saw that article. I was just like, this is my dream. Like, anytime somebody does or says something fucked up to me, like, one of my dreams is just showing up like... Hey, man, about that shit you said. Because, like, that's the thing. Like, getting all angry and hype is not scary to me because a lot of times people do that to, to like, just to put fear into you so that they... It's kind of like how, like, a peacock, like, will put out those those wings, those, I mean, those uh, feathers. And you're like, oh, my God, look at this big-ass peacock. But really, the peacock don't want to fight. It's just like, hey, man, I'm actually trying to mate with this thing. Can you move out the way? Yep. Like, I feel like the scariest shit that somebody could be like is, like, uh so what's up with that shit you was talking that's scary to me like yeah like all the fights i've gotten into i didn't be like i'm gonna kill you motherfucker it's always been like hey man so that shit you said and then we just start fighting it's never like uh let's have a long drawn out debate Mm -hmm. let's uh i'm gonna cuss you out and then start like there's no wrestling promos being filmed in any fight i've ever Ah. been in it's never like, and then I will lay you down and you will know that it's never that In shit. In this corner at 6'2", two 250 pounds. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. if if anything, I'm trying to punch you mid-sentence as you are still talking shit to me. That would actually make my day better if I can catch you while you're still going, well, motherfucker, I wish you would. Mm-hmm. Right there. Like, right at that wood, I, I would like to be hitting you at that point. So, you know, and I, I'm not a person that likes to fight or any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just confrontation conflict like that is a means to an end right my goal if i leave out my house and i get in a physical altercation i failed so i do things in life to avoid them such as not tweeting that motherfuckers talking about hey uh roy jones jr you a bitch why don't you get back in the ring i don't say stuff like that Mm -hmm. because if roy jones jr was in my face i wouldn't say that shit i know it's so right like so anyway i'm glad this happened only thing that would have made it better is if dude would have whooped his ass but i'm glad that he didn't because then he ended up being in jail now let's but get this. i bet you he scared
2: him shitless though oh fuck yeah
3: oh yeah mm-hmm. i guarantee he was like yeah man um like at this point his boys probably be like hey man you want to go to the mall Mm-mm. i just uh-huh. want to stay inside and turn off all my mobile devices and just just watch uh just read my bible <laughs> and, i know, need to get
2: my life together yeah you know what i'm into right now prayer you know what i'm into you know? right now
3: church because uh you can't troll nobody with prayer you just have mm. to uh do it to yourself mm-hmm. I, um, I need
2: to you know i need to get close to the lord i thought i was almost gonna die i'm deep in
3: on. i'm deep into this thing called meditation now mm-hmm. and uh what you do is you sit in the room with the lights off, and uh you just hope that 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 he don't come by and whoop your ass yeah so, you
2: know mm-mm. Mm-mm. all I, right i was thinking about being a monk you know that that recently crossed my mind
3: everybody's tired of this shit. I know we've talked about too much stuff. Uh Let's get into what you guys really came for. It's time for some racism. Y'all, it's time for guess the race, mm-hmm. the game that is sweeping the nation with people doing crazy shit. And then our audience, sometimes accurately, sometimes not guessing the race of the parties involved and always racist because our audience is terrible human beings. All right. <laughs> hope has got the racism caps on. We have no guests, so you'll be the only ones playing, audience members. Uh, here's the first article um, for here's Guest to Race. A
5: stolen vehicle may have been just a joyride. A woman claims a one-legged man stole her car. News Tonight, News 2's Heather Jensen reports officers quickly noticed something wasn't happening. Clarksville police admit this case was suspicious from the start. A car was reported stolen from this shopping center on Tuesday night and found less than 24 hours later at the McDonald's across the street. The manhunt...
3: So wait, um, you stole a car and your ass didn't drive nowhere but across the street? Oh, across the street? Yeah, he stole the car. 24 hours later, they found a the car at McDonald's across the street from where he stole the car. Mhm. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. Just remember his guest stories, y'all.
5: For Craig Funches was short-lived. The 35-year-old was picked up by Clarksville police on Wednesday afternoon after a homeless woman accused him of stealing her rental car Tuesday evening.
7: Number no, one, where's your emergency? Yeah, someone just stole my
4: car. The woman said she went to help this man. He, he had one leg. He got in the vehicle. And then a little bit later, he had an opportunity, and then he stole the vehicle from her. Do you know if it could
7: have been repossessed? No, it wasn't repossessed. It's a black, one-legged man in my Oh, car. she ruined yesterday. The, woman, the race. later
5: identified as Sabrina Taylor, told officers Funches jumped into the driver's seat when she and her 18-year-old son stepped out of the car to talk in the same shopping center parking lot where they offered him a ride. A citizen's tip led police to the vehicle and to Funches the next day. That's when the woman's story unraveled.
4: He's giving that's a different version of the story than the one that we got from her.
5: With two stories in play, Funches was charged with joyriding, and the car was returned.
4: The good part of it, the company's got their vehicle back, and it appears undamaged.
5: In Clarksville, Heather Jensen, Nashville's News 2.
3: Aww. man. What do you call a one-legged man in the ass-kicking contest? Gone. He got your car, nigga. He gone. He out. Man, she won't guess the race, though. Yes, she did. We almost made it through. Ah, that's one of the first times this ever happened. Yeah, she was like, look, this black
2: one-legged man stole my car. Damn it. I like that she added in that black for
3: no reason. And just saying, instead of saying a one-legged man stole my car, you know, I think you got to start with the lead. She buried the lead there. It's one-legged is the adjective. Like, damn, I got. Yeah, got. regardless of the color skin. Yeah, I also like the idea that um, that like somehow being one-legged made her sleep on him, because I've been watching The Walking Dead, and let me tell you something about one-legged people. They get uh, around. Hershel was packing. Hershel packed double heat. Like you might think you gonna sneak up on old ass Herschel on the low, nah, bruh. He got double the heat of everybody else. I'm not putting nothing past a uh, one leg person asking for anything, uh, especially not giving him my car, dog. Like how are you gonna just? Oh, he won't. Still, he's got one leg. Well, maybe he even needs a ride worse. Maybe he's That's fucking. Right. He's tired of using a crutch. All goddamn that sure day. I ain't running nowhere. That was that was her fault. She was sleeping all right let's let's see about this one hopefully this won't ruin guess the race a
0: salasaw woman is behind bars arrested after she tried to sell her own children using facebook
3: Police <gasps> say
0: 22 years-
3: yeah Karen okay. tried to sell her own children using facebook mm-hmm
0: girl that misty van horn Baby, says a woman low. in Fort Smith, arkansas with an offer to sell her two-year-old and her 10-month-old she told the woman she'd take one thousand dollars for the two year old or four thousand for both kids. Manhorn told the woman she needed the money to pay her boyfriend's bail. That woman then contacted
3: hmm Boyfriend in jail. So you got you gotta sell the babies. Gotta sell the babies sometimes. <laughs> uh I really like to know what that last talk sounded like. Like, hey, hey guys, this will be your last day here. What you do like Daddy's me? in jail and um I can't get $4,000 unless I sell you. So. What's
2: she doing, on like eBay?
3: Yeah, uh, Craigslist, I think, is what they said. Uh, I also want to know, did she keep the family together? Because I saw Roots, and that's important.
0: The Oklahoma Department of Human Services, who notified police, Van Horn was arrested by Salisaw Police. She is currently being held in the Sequoia County Jail on $40,000 bond. The children have been taken into state custody.
3: I bet she has no other children to sell to make up that. She's like, how am I going to have kids in time to get myself out? Uh, let me check the chat room and see what the races are. Uh, she couldn't get on sixteen and pregnant, so she ain't need them no more. White, Oh. white, dumb white girl. Trailer park meth taken. No trust for having PWT selling kids for a vacation package with unlimited cheese. White, one whose lips look like a capital H and a- an ass look like a capital I, aka high white. Oh, um, tra- trailer park one tooth white octo mom. Aww. What race is Nadia Suleiman? I don't feel like she's brownish. I don't know what that means. I think she is. Um, okay. I'm going to go with white. Wet chicken white. Wet chicken. <laughs> that is new. Fris- new one. Frizzy sports enthusiast. Dumbass Mike Fry, Fry white. What <laughs> 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 was willing to give up her food stamps white? Glue boo white. What, uh, glue boo. She got that pancake cake cake white uh it's stupid or right? race the correct answer is white she was a white woman i i now Karen, what was your clue that she was a white woman according to uh you know the story uh, she posted it on facebook dog mm, that's a good one see now i i think if i didn't know what she was i would have missed this because as soon as i said boyfriend on bail i was like oh shit this is a black woman but uh I think the only clue I would have got me out is her last name is Van Horn. Okay. And it happened in Oklahoma. I feel like maybe I could have guessed that way. But if I didn't know the the, the answer, man, I think I would have got this one wrong. Um, all right. Next guess the race article. Um, here we go.
5: Our mother in East Hampton is in big trouble tonight after police say that she got her daughter drunk at a local restaurant. Police were called after suspecting patrons tipped off their server that something just didn't seem right at that table. Channel 3 Eyewitness News reporter Jill Kanopka is live in Middletown now outside the Puerto Vallada restaurant where it all happened. Jill?
0: Denise, we spoke to the man who served that mom alcohol. He says Joanne LePage ordered a drink and then discreetly slid it across the table to her daughter who's just 14, while well, the drinking ended with the minor child leaving in an ambulance. I Middletown police blamed this drink. mother, Joanne LePage, for getting her 14-year-old daughter drunk on tequila.
6: I've been working tequila! House, <laughs> never. Arriba! You have kids trying to order drinks, but never somebody giving drinks to their own child, and especially that young.
0: LePage was in this booth dining with her underage daughter here at Puerto Vallarta on Main Street in Middletown. Manager Margarito Rodriguez was serving the two.
6: The mother ordered Margarita and brought Margarita for her.
0: In fact, Rodriguez says he didn't think anything of it and even brought LePage two more.
6: Some patrons who were across later on uh, mentioned to me that um, there was something going on over here, so I picked pe- my... Oh,
3: stop snitching.
6: I opened, I uh, saw the mother pushing the drink to, to her and then I called the cops.
0: And what did you say
6: to her? Well, I told him that it was wrong what she was doing. Then she says, I'm sorry. Then I took the drink and I told him that they have to leave and they were not allowed to ever come back again.
3: And that little girl was A. Wallace. Oh, right. Hollywood is just started some early. Look at Drew Bam.
6: early.
0: Rodriguez explains the young girl appeared intoxicated, so he called an ambulance too.
6: She got up because when she stumbled and she looked like 14, 15. So, I mean, it's it's just uh, mind-boggling.
0: The victim admitted to authorities her mom provided the drinks at dinner. This afternoon, we went to LePage's East Hampton home to get her side of the story. But no one answered.
3: Of course not. Well, she was probably hungover. It's like, little girl had to sleep it off. Of course.
0: Tonight, Joanne LePage faces felony of injury to a minor.
3: <laughs> felony of injury? No, I heard that news, lady. I need she, to hear that she again. She stumbled that word. She stumbled that up, did she?
0: Tonight, Joanne LePage faces felony isca of injury to. <laughs> oh,
3: she I, tore that one up. Can somebody tell me what is going on with the budget at news departments? Are they really not able to just like get more than one take of this stuff? Or are they, or they leave it in on purpose? A lot of
2: times they like flat live, like literally they're, they're like live, like. Like, her camera's kind of, like, broadcasting out.
3: She's like, I had a couple of the margaritas, and let me tell you, they are very strong. Yeah. Uh, That's felony injury uh for everybody out in this parking lot. Yeah. So- Sometimes
2: they can, like, pre-record it, but, yeah, this must be one of them live ones.
0: Which could carry up to a year behind bars. Now, meantime, the Department of Children and Families was contacted, and the teenager is now in the custody of her father,
3: all right. Guess the race of the mother who got her daughter drunk enough that her daughter had to take an ambulance ride to the house. Um <clears throat> A very not bright piece of chalk with bad hair and probably no teeth. Ay I I I I'm Margarita Bandita, Latino. Black folks don't fuck with tequila. Oh, it's going too fast. White lady who is trying to be friends. New Pope looking Latina. White Aww. lady who hoped all her daughter friends would think she's a milf whiter than the teen prequel of the team god damn this is moving so fast jenny from the block can't quite rock a cornrow white jenny from the block getting it white white chocolate it's essay, not essay. mexican poop black sparger what no that's not one i'm sorry i don't (laughs) know i could i didn't know i couldn't do that officer middle-aged housewife white if she were black the dad wouldn't have claimed the baby oh brent of course you would take it there Teen mom white correct answer is white it was a white lady. She was white. Everybody that guessed white. Got that one right. Yes, some folks on the roll out there. I feel like all the alcohol related ones end up people guessing white anyway. You know, like I saw a video the other day of just white people like betraying all their friends that trusted them and got drunk around their house. Like, I was like, man, white people and alcohol is just a diabolical combination. I feel like they could like they should be using that to explain all the fucked up shit in history. Like, hey, man about that slavery thing dude I bet you a lot of it I was so wasted for those 200 years I did not even know I did that I was I was just walking down the street and someone told me did you do, remember that slavery stuff and I was like I enslaved people holy shit well thanks <laughs> for letting me know I was drunk all through the 16th to 1800s Yes. Um, can't right. wonder why all these black people kept having to around me yeah uh, what? Whose land is this? America? What? The, what? We killed the Indians, dude. Jagermeister. It's I can't do Jagermeister anymore. Last time I gave smallpox to everybody. Um. Ah. All right, here's another guest to race, guys. It's a fight at one of my favorite places, the Script Club. Uh oh. Mm hmm. Uh, and uh, that's if the article feels like playing. So let me reload it. But, yeah, it's a fight at a strip club. People got hurt. There's some injuries. So, it has all my favorite elements. A night
1: out at a strip club ends with a nasty fight that
5: costs two men their legs. Yeah, it
3: all happened. <gasps> mm hmm. Mm hmm. Cost some people kind of fight their legs. This? Yeah, a lot of limbs missing in this latest podcast. I did not know this was going to happen.
5: It's Sunday morning. KTLA's Wendy Burch is live in downtown LA with the details. Good morning. Good morning. A horrific escalation of an argument that took place at Sam's Hoffbrow, this bar and strip club in downtown Los Angeles. Right now, of the two victims, we know one of them had to have both of his legs amputated above (gasps) the knee. The other one had to have one of the legs amputated. Let's take you back to when it all started. What are they doing?
3: I don't know. Three out of four ain't bad, though
5: actually about 24 hours ago, around 3.30 a.m. Sunday morning. Of course, this place stays open pretty much 24-7, but we understand there was some sort of altercation, some sort of argument that took place between three patrons inside of Sam's Hofbrow. It then escalated. It then went outside. We believe words were still exchanged, and then at some point the suspect in all of this, Terrence Meeks, a 40-year-old man from Paramount, Apparently got behind the wheel of his white BMW and he sped into the direction of the two victims in all of this. Two <gasps> males.
3: You know what I never understood is about strip club fights. If you fight someone at a strip club, that means you like fighting more than titties. Mm-hmm.
2: How is that possible? Because fighting scared titties away. I
3: can't even imagine a scenario where I'm faced with titties or fisticuffs and I pick the fisticuffs. <laughs> I don't know I don't know how bad those titties would have to be for me to be like you know what I'm just gonna fight this dude like honestly that's not even a choice like I just mark me down for titties every fucking time literally every if it was a choose your own adventure book I would get all the way to the end by going titty 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 never once pick and fight just to see what would happen I wouldn't even flip to those pages that's a waste of my life I can't believe this shit happened
5: ages 57 and 24 we're not sure of their relationship but we're sure that they were standing in front of their mini cooper apparently the white bmw just slammed into the tube hold up
3: someone in the chat room said alcohol even alcohol makes me like titties more like who alcohol does not mean. oh you know what get these titties out of my face like alcohol is like ooh titties even better like it's a more of a smile on my ah, face ah, for those titties I don't I know that's not acceptable excuse
5: man and then the force of that just kept pushing his car accelerating so oh, much shit so that the mini cooper was then pushed right back up into the side of that building (gasps) and the two victims in all of this suffered severe injuries one of them lost both of his legs the other lost one of those legs they're listed in critical but stable condition the suspect in all of this was taken into custody he faced a whole host of charges including of course attempted manslaughter and also they say driving under the influence in addition to all of that investigators of the LAPD are looking to the fact that this may have the potential to be charged as a hate crime as well we understand that there were a lot of racial Slurs and epitaphs exchanged inside and outside of Sam's.
3: <laughs> so they were playing guess the race, and then they went out and got in a fight, and that actually is a hate crime. So everyone in the chat room, pay attention. Guess the race, not for everywhere, okay? Just for the context of this chat room uh where you are judgment free. <laughs> um. Anyway, guess the race uh of the man who ran over two Latinos and took their legs. I need to give all my men looking to enhance my tit oh Lizzie. Oh don't be <laughs> don't be down on yourself, Lizzie. Titties are unique like yes, they s- are. snowflakes, okay? And that can be an appreciation for every time of boob. And you should not be down on yourself. All right. <clears throat> Let me get back to these guesses of the race. Uh Taco Salad. Driver gave no fucks in a white BMW. White dudes hit black. Okay. No, the dudes got hit with Latino. They said that. One who probably resembles Boyd Crowder. Speaking of Herschel from The Walking Dead. So that's white. Cheese eater versus Kool-Aid sipper. Okay, okay. Um, White, same color as his car. White, black of Chief Keef neck, black. Oh, back of Chief Keef's neck. Oppressor. (laughs) Oppressor. Oh man, that reminds me. Of my 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 best friend in high school that just turned racist against white people. One year, he was like, "I'm Muslim now. The white devil oppressor." Yeah. I'm like, "Dog, our best. What are you doing?" We go to class with white people. What <laughs> we are you can't go to about? yeah. We can't go to Mark's house. And you talking like this? Um, Beak lipped honky kadobas, white, same color as car white. Okay, titties and liquor make can make make for violence though. Husband DJ for a couple clubs, but what race face you see? Um my Avy is a picture of Obama nailing Jesus to the cross white. Oh, white a white BMW doing that work. Driver was whiter than Danica Patrick's number one fan. One, <laughs> one who is uh de who has dedicated his civilian life to protecting our borders, NASCAR fan white. Uh uh both they could have wrought world peace, they fought over titties instead. That's sad. That is really sad. Alcohol and titties really make fights. Right? Yes. I refuse to believe this. This math. This. I think this ah. is more of that Republican math uh science from earlier. Because I don't. I don't want to live in a world like this where titties and and alcohol equal fights. Uh. Correct answer is black. It was a black dude in a white BMW that hit two Latino dudes taking their legs. So, um. Now this one is just. I don't even want to do guess the race. This is a very serious issue that's near and dear to my heart and probably one of the few things that I do uh, separate from President Obama. And I am worried that he's going to, um you know, uh violate what I consider my rights. OK, we already know how I feel about the death panels. He never gave me my death panels. Drones is cool about video games. Yeah, drones is close, but I need death panels. Uh, there's a lot of old people that need to be taken out of here. They're not acting right, and if we had to throw the death panels, we can get a lot of those old people in line. But I digress. Uh, Nathan Brooks reportedly wanted to kill his parents since he was eight, and it was, and it was taken away his video games that led to him shooting them while they were asleep. And we can play guest the race on this one if you want to. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. The 14-year-old Moses Lake boy reportedly confessed to trying to kill his parents in the bedroom of their battery road home. Uh, he was allegedly upset with being grounded for two weeks from using any electronic devices, which included playing video games. I like how they, the article went straight to video games. You know what I'm saying? It's like, well, you probably couldn't. Use a computer couldn't get on Facebook couldn't use a phone, phone. nope that nope, it was all video games. video games killed his parents. That's what we want to teach you. He had received attention for being uh late to class. Nathan Brooks told an interviewing police officer he would play games each every chance he could. He said he quit playing violent video games because he thought they were making him more violent. Jesus Christ, oh President Obama, please don't take our game. Moses Lake Police Sergeant Mike Williams wrote in his report, I asked him how much he played video games. He told me 24 seven up until he got his electronics taken away. When Williams asked what triggered him to shoot his parents, books allegedly said it was when his father told him he would have a long day on Saturday doing chores or playing basketball. According to the wait and playing bat bat, that's a punishment. Anyway, guess the race. Nathan said he had a long walk with his parents about how they were disappointed. With his ongoing disobedience, he told them he had gotten into trouble for taking a credit card from his parents, and his mom had said he was meeting the definition of insanity, the fact that he kept trying the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. Books was allegedly so angry that he went to a locked plastic gun safe in a spare bedroom, pried the door open enough to grab a 22 caliber pistol from inside. He reportedly waited for about 90 minutes while listening to music while he decided whether he wanted to kill his parents. He said he was rethinking it, but he's but said ultimately the voice telling him to do it was louder than the one telling him not. What, what was the Mortal Kombat voice? You gonna blame that on video games too?
1: Kill your parents, fatality.
3: Uh, he said, uh, he just heard over and over in his head that he would be able to do whatever he wanted if he killed his parents. Fucking kids are so. Eight stupid. years old. Come on, dog. Kids are dumb as shit. No, he's 14 now when he did it. He was eight when he decided that this was a thing. Oh, he was he's like 14 to do. now. Yeah. They like they took Mario Kart at, at eight and he was like, one day, six years from now, I will have revenge. Um, he shot his dad first, then shot his mom, then shot again at his dad when his father rolled out of the bed. Nathan said he was firing at his mom and sh- she tried to get up, so he fired at her twice more and she stopped moving nathan brooks allegedly told police he got mad and things went blank but later gave details i reportedly shot his parents when the gun was empty brooks reportedly went back downstairs to reload he allegedly became scared when he heard his dad yelling and saying he was getting his uh, 40 caliber pistol and dropped the bullets at first and dropped the bullets at first he reported running out the back door and throwing the reloaded gun in the swimming pool Police arrived at the home after Jonathan Brooks, 38, called 911 to report that he and his wife, Elizabeth Brooks, 39, had been shot by a stranger. So he didn't even know his own son had shot him.
2: Oh, because they were sleeping. Everybody waking up in a panic. You assume somebody broke into your house.
3: Yep. You normally don't assume it's your child. Never fall asleep around white people, man. That's how everything happens. Jonathan Brooks reported waking up to the. I <laughs> wonder if we're going to get an email like you can fall asleep around me, Rod. It's like I know white people. It's just jokes. Uh Jonathan Brooks reported waking up, the first shot being fired, seeing a figure standing in the doorway, rolling out the bed to grab the gun he kept under his mattress. When he was grabbing the weapon, he heard several more shots. Once he got the gun out, the figure was gone and realized his wife was shot. Um When officers arrived at the scene, they were greeted by Jonathan Brooks and Nathan Brooks at a window. Nathan Brooks entered the door wearing only his underwear. So he basically pretended that I guess he didn't shoot his dad. Wow! So he's, he, he he took off his clothes, I guess, because maybe blood spatter and well, evidence. Uh huh. Investigators reported uh, report noted two officers recognized Nathan Brooks because he played basketball on teams with the officers' sons. As the officers entered the residence, they asked Nathan where the shooter was, and Nathan told him the shooter had left. Officers found six spent 22 cell cases on the living room floor, found the victims. Jonathan Brooks had been shot at least once in the head, and his wife had been shot at least twice, once in the left side of the face, once oh. in the hand. Surveillance camera, uh a surveillance camera Jonathan Brooks set up to monitor whether Nathan Brooks was doing his chores, reportedly caught the team walking through the living room carrying oh. the gun. Wow. Yeah, I can't believe they had a camera in the living room with a teenage boy in the house. You know how much jacking off they probably Ain't saw? Ain't
2: that the truth. Yeah.
3: Man, they must have really been worried about their safety. Nathan Brooks initially told police an intruder broke into the home and passed by him. He he allegedly changed his story when confronted oh, with the video. He
2: probably didn't know about the video. Mm-hmm. Ah, and confessed yeah. to the
3: shooting, saying he wanted to kill his parents. Uh, when, while Nathan Brooks has no criminal history, Moses Lake police have previously investigated and reported him molesting a girl younger than himself in 2010. Uh, Jonathan Brooks allegedly refused to let police talk to his son about the molest, molestation accusations, and charges were never filed. Rape culture. Nathan yes, sir. was arrested Friday night. He's a, let me guess, he's an athlete, uh, and uh, they let it go. Like, well, we can't interview him. He plays good at basketball, so I'm sorry. Your daughter's just going to have to deal with that. Nathan Brooks was arrested Friday night and booked in the Grant County juvenile detention. Prosecutors charged the team with two counts of attempted murder in the first degree on Monday. Um, Bail is set at $500,000. Guess the race of Nathan Brooks. uh, Dude that shot his parents um, for what the media is saying is video games. Don't you believe that chat room? That's propaganda against video games. Uh white like every video game protagonist <laughs> White and a man. Son of Sam, the dog told me to do a cheese cover cracker. Sterling says, Come on, Rod uh i don't know what race that is ah. play ball with the police's kids white this nigga is so white they date that they go makes him darker serial killer white says you see the white devil your friend was talking about <laughs> brent. doesn't play as black characters because he can't identify with them. white young dog fucker in the making white friend okay okay got that part brent white people white parents got surveillance <laughs> the sterling says you know White be crazy. Whites be crazy, says Justin. One who was a member of N-I-G-G-A. Oh, national, uh, I, I forgot my acronym I made up. Was it, uh, national, uh, something gamers gaming association? Yep. Yeah. Oh, anyway, uh, national intelligent gamers gaming association. Um, uh, Rapist of mother African says dad's correct answer is it was a white dude. It was a white dude. White people get the worst reputation with discipline for their kids, by the way.
2: And the sad part is plenty of them that really do discipline their children. <laughs> they ground them. They punish them. You know, like like they do the things that parents are supposed to
3: do. A lot of white it, kids turn out perfectly
2: fine. Yes, yeah, so and you know what? And I know some white people probably
3: look sideways at them like, oh, y'all giving us a bad name. Well, you know what we got to talk about? That we haven't talked about yet. Sword Ratchetness. Yes, sir. California Highway Patrol officers arrested a man early Monday morning after finding him with black tar heroin, meth, and a cane sword. Oh, snap. Officers say they pulled over a Mercedes for drifting in and out of his lane near Wilson Way. Uh, as they approached the car, officers say they saw the driver, Ernie Juarez, put something down his pants. It must have been his cooch pistol. Juarez was taken. Uh-huh. Put it in my caboose. Uh, Juarez is taken into custody immediately. Officers found Juarez to have some black tar heroin, about half an ounce of crystal meth, and a cane sword. So <laughs> he's living that Grand Theft Auto life. Uh, another one, not guess the race. life. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, in real life, not another not guess the race, but you know, a sword ratchetness. A heavy drinking seas- session at a wake. <laughs> a heavy drinking drinking session at a wake. You know. Awake, like, uh, at their funeral. Yes. Led to an attack in a street with a deadly samurai sword. How? Oh, shit. How? It's like, oh, I just miss him so much. Gone too soon. I just gotta cut somebody. Uh, Andrew Mingo and the victim, Michael Wolverson, had been at the Chatham, uh, home of Susan Cullenane, whose son had died the month before. While there, Mr. Wolverson, whose partner was Mrs. Cullen, color names daughter tracy and 48 year old mingo were involved in a tussle keith yardy prosecuting told maidstone maidstone crown court both men left the house in luton road and mingo went to an address where he was staying mr wolverson was still angry and after walking home towards uh, chatham hill he went to talk about talk to mingo about what happened earlier but mingo emerged from the house brandishing a sword now see, conversation over, right? Ain't that the truth? So he came out the house with a sword and he threatened, I'm going to kill you. The victim put his left arm up to protect his head and was cut on the wrist. A neighbor gave first aid and the police were called uh lay uh on August 31st of last year. Uh he was jailed for twenty-one months after admitting assault assault causing actual bodily harm and having an offensive weapon. Um just more sword ratchiness, man. People wow. with swords can't wait to use them. People, you gotta be careful around these motherfuckers. We don't have any laws on the books to stop them. Okay, mm-hmm. we don't treat swords seriously. And this happened overseas. This isn't even America. All right, couple more guest to race, and We're gonna get out of here. Gotta wrap this up. Coupon rejected. Walmart shopper pulls out a gun. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Angered that a Walmart employee refused to honor her dollar-off coupon, did it expire? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A Florida woman allegedly retrieved a handgun from her car and waved the weapon at several store employees after having a coupon be rejected. Uh, what's an? Oh wait. The conversation at the Crawford store began Friday afternoon when Fr- Mary Frances All Day, sixty-one. She was probably like, I got all day to call some drama up in here. All day. Uh, she sought to use an internet coupon. All day became extremely upset when a Walmart assistant manager, Tracy Stockslagger. Wow. You really do not need a better, better name. I can't think of a better name for a Walmart employee. Stockslagger? Mm-hmm. Oh, the jokes, man. Slacking on that stocking. I believe that. I believe that too. Told her of the retailer's policy not to accept such online coupons according to Sheriff's Office. County Sheriff's uh Walakula County Sheriff's Office Report. After having her coupon bid rejected all day, allegedly called stock slagger a bitch and other foul names and intentionally struck the worker with a shopping cart damn as all day was escorted out the store she reportedly warned stock slagger 48 not to follow her the work the walmart worker replied that she was going to get her vehicle license plate number if you follow me i have something in my car for you said all day well maybe it's a nice present no, i don't think no as several walmart employees watched from the store's entrance because they could not be bothered to do anything more than their jobs And fuck helping customers. All day appeared outside Ah. her car, waving the gun in the holster. All day then removed the weapon, a loaded Smith and Wesson 38 Special, from the holster and pointed at all the store's employees and uh, stated, "I have something for y'all." Oh shit, now. I think uh, maybe she's trying to give them the gun. And is it is
2: that stupid question? Is the 38 Special the name of the gun, or that's just uh,
3: oh, so it's a gun called a 38 Special? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. No, it was a special at Walmart for thirty-eight dollars. Yeah,
2: that's what I'm trying to figure out here. Nah. What, I want number thirty-eight. That's a special. Yeah,
3: you get some special bullets in your ass. Yeah, you
2: know, I don't know shit about guns. That's why I was like, special thirty-eight. That makes no sense.
3: The Walmart workers retreated back inside the building due to being in fear for their lives uh all day who fled the walmart parking lot in a 2011 ford escape was subsequently pulled over i guess she wasn't able to escape in her ford Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. up top Mm -hmm. quite clever uh she was pulled over by sheriff deputies who asked if there was a firearm in the suv yes i have a concealed weapons permit and you are not taking my gun asked about the gun's location she said you are not taking my gun All day twice refused the deputy's request to exit the auto and was tasered when she reached over the console for something in the passenger seat. Hell yeah, they, you ain't gonna shoot them. She was then dragged from the car and handcuffed. The gun was found in the vehicle center console. Seen in the above mug shot, she charged a four counts of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Guess the race of Mrs. All day. Retired, giving no fucks. Big Tyler Perry, mama, mama wanna be black. One whose back can be used as an aquarium. One who oh. drew inspiration from the horrible Stallone movie, Stop and My Mind Will Shoot. Can't get my dollar off, then my safety off. <laughs> Sterling. Shalomar Jerry Curl Juice Dripping Black Medea. Star of Medea goes to jail, has a dirty hairy poster on her bedroom wall. White, whitey, whitey, white hoe. jigaboo white. A nigga would have been shot, not tased at that final stop. Correct answer is white was a white woman. Um, all right, let's, let's do another one. Let's do one more. Um, an East St. Louis man has been accused of texting his estranged wife's male friend nearly 300 times. What? Threatening to kill the man and shoot his children at their bus stop and shoot others who might be there. Now that's a threat. Wow. It's like, I'm gonna kill you.
2: And I'm going to shoot your kid at the bus
3: stop and I'm going to kill anyone that happens to be around. Cause I'm not such a good aim. Theron D Hubbard 27 has been charged with telephone harassment and making a terrorist threat. He was arraigned Friday. The incident happened February 25th. Shiloh police uh, responded uh, to a call in reference to a complaint and they learned that they, that he had made the threats. The children attend elementary school in Shiloh village, uh school district nobody was physically harmed after his arraignment while he was taken to st Clair house Hosp- uh, county jail hubbard tried to escape by kicking a window out of police car causing minor injuries to police officers he will face new charges later to that incident guess the race of Theron d hubbard lol i'm going with the consensus black vote east st louis is as black as detroit east st louis come on son osama nig laden Oh. East St. Louis, Black Darius Miles, Black. Uh, yeah, I guess everybody's like East Side. Uh, one who prefers one who prefers that cornbread to be jiffy, nigga, nigga, nigga. Uh, correct answer is ah. Herman Cain, Libya, Libya. Correct answer is wait, darker than Wesley Snipes. All right, the uh, correct answer is black. He was a black man. I don't know how you guys uh, how you guys knew that. You guys have been on point today, except for a couple. Um, and, uh, I think I'll end it there with, uh, the guest of the race. Thank you guys. Really enjoyed y'all coming out, man. Thank, appreciate y'all having a good time. Hopefully everybody. And hanging with us. Uh, had a good time hanging out with us. Um, of course, the com. Uh, don't forget to go to that Huffington Post article, man. Leave comments. If you're a fan of the show, it will be a big help if you guys leave comments. comments. Yeah. And Please let go. them know. Yeah. Share it um from the site let people know that if you write about us folks will come and read your shit Mm -hmm. so that they will keep writing about us um and uh you know we appreciate people that do that uh i'll put the link up uh in the chat one more time um don't forget we were sponsored and actually double sponsored (laughs) uh we were double sponsored today uh in addition to you know a huffington post uh article uh, we were, well, we were sponsored by Shadow Doll Productions, uh, a short film perspective, starring friend of the show, Kelly Ryder. Uh, like I said, she had a brilliant performance. Um, and uh i think you yes, guys, was, did a great job yeah check it out it's like about four four it's four and a half dollars shout out production.com slash per.html um and kelly really kicked ass in that yes man. she did she did an excellent job yeah like that was just one of those moments where you're like oh so that's why you're an actor yes because <laughs> you yes. can do four different things and five different things um and then also adamandeve.com code tbgwt uh half off of your stuff then you get some goodies and then you get free shipping i think you want to do it why wouldn't you want to do it treat your genitals well people okay um all right uh follow us on twitter i'm Rodimus prime i'm say that again that is in d-a-t and uh next show will be feedback show saturday morning 10 a.m so until next time i love you i love you too baby Mwah. Mwah.
7: But so be it. it. Yeah. But so be it. it. What's happening, Rapsy? What's up, Big Crit? A shout out to all my country folks yeah, nah. from Carolina to Mississippi and everywhere in between. <laughs>
1: big Crit. Ninth Wonder. This country living is much love, man. Shout out to Ninth, what's going on, man? Yeah. yeah. Appreciate you for letting the country we're on the record, you know? It's love, all the same.
4: There you
1: go. Y'all. <laughs> Uh, there you go. I'm
7: a country girl, Carolina be where I'm from. from. Twain when I speak slang, whole lot of fresh air in my lungs. So I ain't gon' change myself but no one, never, nah. No, when no. I was young, a little less tall on grass and dirt, I would ball but So, so big in the store, walkin' in my house shoes cool. Cool, pops had a big automobile, growin' up he named Big Blue. But so big, name a car here and we drive real young. young. Gotta add some sugar in my teeth, the sweet in my tongue. But but so so big, <laughs> and we hang late at the hole in the wall places, dream moonshine, play space Talking sports and cut the faces so between jokers. Bein loud. be loud, The country, I'm proud. Mm-hmm. Our laces untied and untucked, they hang on the ground. told so me show respect and bless my food for it's down. Say no sir, uh-huh. oh, yes, no man, we're spoken to around town. But so and the feasts and smokes to add thickness to my thighs. Pump that volume, bumpy out there you can when I ride. ride. So the be knee down in the south. south, When you speak from your mouth, the random folks up in the street don't lock the doors to your house. But so soapy In church, three, four times in a week. All my aunts, uncles, grandmas all live on the same street So, so be it. It. Summer's hot here on four wheelers, we wrong, wrong When we young, but when we wrong, we sitting high on big chrome so so be it. It. Country living in dirt road remedies Grandma made medicine out of tea and leaves so, so be it.
1: It. cause you know the scope, I, I still, still represent, represent for mine. mine Gotta give it all I got, cause I don't wanna, wanna wait no time, time. So We all got family in the side, don't, don't believe me, me. I welcome y'all with open arms Come, Come see, see okay, Nation Jar traditions Red buckets in our kitchen. kitchen Heard they were delicious But I ain't fucking with them chillers But still thankful for what was given Why they talk down on my state Color slow and uneducated But won't say it to my face Most never being most Never will they can't enjoy what I did Backyards was hella large Playing ball with my friends It takes a village to raise a child And I was surrounded by kin A lot of elders that knew and Had knowledge to lend Like never hold your head down Boy be proud of your skin, believe that God is in your heart and Jesus died for your sins, Sunday mornings before I'm yawning, we be up in them pews, fall asleep on Big Mama while she paying the dues, The time she cry, I dry her eyes, I know how hard times be, she say that love will cost you everything, but pain come free, Boys, being country mean being strong, you gotta stand on your own, she taught me well, I've been compelled to prove these seated for wrong, cause ain't no door where I'm napping, ain't no horseback capping, so be it if